0: Welcome to episode 70 of Tech of a T. I'm, as always, your host, Brody Robertson, and it has been a very long time since I've played the intro music. Uh, we're back with another episode with Connor, and I actually did spell your name correctly for once on the uh, the overlay, so uh, I didn't spell it with an O at the end. Um, I don't that's know. a round of
1: applause required.
0: I know, it's, it's only been, what, ten times since you've been on here, and I've, what, maybe got it right twice?
1: Yeah, that sounds about right.
0: Now explain this sea urchin.
1: Sea urchin? It's just a sea urchin, I found it on the beach.
0: Oh, you just found it on the beach? you just like, I'm gonna pick that up.
1: Yeah. yeah, well it looks cool. It was together and I was playing with it and it just snapped because it's a bit fragile, uh-huh. but like, it looks pretty pretty snazzy. So
0: that's that's all you have, just, just that little bit?
1: Yeah, I don't have like the rest of it. You didn't
0: find like a full intact sea urchin that's just like sitting on your desk?
1: Uh, no, no, I'm sorry to disappoint, but I can okay. not Well, because we sh- I do have some other relics on my desk, though. Oh. Um, I got some, some different rocks I got. Oh, rocks, uh, lovely. This is like an egg thing. Mm-hmm. Well, I think they're technically crystals. I don't know what this one is, but mm-hmm. it's like a kind of metallic-y. This is a blue one.
0: Blue one is that? Like, is that the uh, the the scientific term for it?
1: Yes, yeah, the blue one, bro. Um, I got some obsidian.
0: Oh, that's cool. I know that one.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a obsidian arrowhead. That's um pretty fan, fun to muck around with. Um, I don't know what this one is. Do but you just it's... have a
0: bunch of rocks on your table? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> um, this one is also a crystal, but it just looks like glass. But it's, um, it's, like, designed to sit in your palm. Huh. Um, and then this one's cool. I think it's, like, called a tiger eye or something. Um, but, like, when you move it, the pattern changes. uh, Oh, that's... Due to the light.
0: I feel like that would look much cooler if your camera didn't look horrible because of Jitsi right now. Yes.
1: Yes. Um... I'm not sure what this one is. I found this one uh when I found the sea urchin, but mm. it's just like it's probably a bit of quartz or something, but um I just like the the patterns of it. Because that's we're doing, my little...
0: we're doing show and tell. I've got, uh, I've, got <laughs> I've got this here. Uh this is also like a ignore the that on there. It's just like a bit of paper that's <coughs> merged into it. Uh there's the camera. Um I'm not sure what it is. It I'm using it as a coaster though.
1: Yes. This looks like a rock.
0: It's a rock. It's a. It's a. It's a. It's a, it's a, it's a red rock. Uh,
1: it's a red reflective rock. Oh, it's
0: also been um, what's the word? Uh, lacquered. Polished. Not lacquered. No. no. Lacquered. Uh, clear cl- clear lacquer. I'm sure someone who understands uh workshop <laughs> words will know what you would actually put on a rock like that. Um, actually, I do have a wait. Entertain people for like two seconds. I've got another fun thing. I, okay, talk about I do rocks actually or have one
1: more I, I do have one more rock that I didn't show off. <laughs> this one's a bit bigger. I'm not exactly this is like the kind of rock that you'd skim along the water if it was a bit flatter, but it's quite it's actually it's quite heavy. Like you wouldn't think it would be that heavy, but it is. It's quite a dense material and it's smooth. <clears throat> I like that rock as well. That's my rock collection though.
0: Oh, I missed it up. Okay, well. I saw black rounded rock.
1: Yeah, it basically was a black rounded rock. Mm.
0: This one isn't a uh, a rock, but it's a sheep skull. Oh yeah
1: <laughs> My uh, my stepdad did, did, was that a finder's keepers or was that?: a... uh,
0: Yes, yeah, so my stepdad owned <laughs> or I guess owned a, um, a sheep farm. A sheep? No, a sheep farm. <laughs> Uh, he, well, he, he, owned, he owned sheep Then we'll see what's left of them um, But he owned a sheep farm before And before he sold it off That was just one of the skulls that I found laying on the ground uh, Because, you know, when, when you're, mm-hmm. you know, you own a farm Not all of the animals end up surviving Some get, you know, I don't know I don't know how they die in a farm Maybe not having water or something, I don't know And that was just on the ground And I was like, I'm going to take that, that's mine now And my mum was like, why? It's like, oh, no, I don't know, I just want to take it that's the end of the story. <laughs> item,
1: obviously. <clears throat> Lovely Look, story.
0: Why am I not gonna take the, the sheep skull just sitting on the ground? Surely that seems like a very sanitary idea.
1: Uh, sanitation germ theory, yes, for peasants, honestly.
0: Look, it, it it was before Rona. We don't need to worry about it. Germs didn't exist before Rona.
1: <laughs> exactly. I do have a T. Um, this is a twining's Sleepy tea I just found it in my random box of tea bags mm. um, On the other side it says Time to chase your dreams Wow I thought that was quite beautiful I haven't tasted it yet
0: Give us the verdict
1: mm, It's nice It's very floral Very um, herby I watched it read, read on the back
0: of the tea That's just like absolute shit And you have no idea about it <clears throat>
1: well it um i'm pretty sure i read on the packet that it said um it has like orange tree leaves in it or some shit i don't know what i have i have had some teas that were like i'm pretty sure i told you i got like a big t2 box given to me yeah yeah i think you've mentioned that 20 or 30 different teas and like some of those they were a little bit iffy i think
0: the only tea i've had that i just didn't like was a honey and chamomile tea
1: yeah it just uh i think i remember you telling me that
0: yeah like like, like like chamomile by itself is fine but i don't know what the deal is with just sticking honey in it it just makes it worse i'm not a big fan of like sweet teas anyway so that might just be part of it
1: you know about uh, sweet tea just about the the herbal teas.
0: Yeah, yeah, man. Exactly. Herbal teas. Um I've got some <clears throat> random ass topics on here. I've got one fun one here about uh about young people being stupid. That should be fun. Right, sh-
1: sure. Fire uh, away. Uh,
0: throw it your way. Here you go. Uh so Snapchat Ooh. had a um a speed filter which obviously is going to be used for very safe things. Uh <laughs> Mhm. Basically, so there's a couple of things that have happened with this one. Um, previously, people thought that if you went, like, above a certain speed, you'd get, like, an achievement in Snapchat, <laughs> which... The, the fact that anyone thought that was mind-numbingly stupid, but uh, this story in particular is about people basically using the filter to show off how fast they were going, which... I don't know how Snapchat didn't think would happen. Like, what did they think was going to... Like, that was actually going to be used for?
1: Bro, check me out. I'm doing 200 down to Hawaii.
0: Uh, let's see. The, 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 the app introduced... Oh, I don't care about... Wait. The app introduced in 2013 has been linked to several deadly or near-fatal car crashes, many of which involve teens. The company has faced lawsuits... Okay... Yep. Uh, do they have the specific reason in here besides people were just going fast? No, I think people were just going fast. I, you know, okay. Look, if Snapchat adds some, or if any of these like social media sites add something that is going to be used to, like build up clout, I wouldn't be surprised if people are going to go abuse it to do something really, really dumb.
1: It's always, you know, it's a classic thing where that where there's a will, there's a way.
0: <laughs> yeah man. where's a wheel to crash into a tree? There's absolutely a way to do it.
1: right. I saw my fast and furious idol do that. I wanna do it as well.
0: Oh, speaking of that, that um is uh, that too
1: soon hmm
0: that's when when wait when did he die? Let's find out. um,
1: I mean, I got to be honest I do not really care when it did happen, but you know I'm. <laughs>
0: 2013.
1: Oh, Fuck, that a was a long time, time ago. ago.
0: Really? T- wait, 2013? Wow, I've I thought it was much more recent than that. I I've entirely lost track of time apparently. Like <laughs> even like before I'd I'd left uni, I guess I just had no uh no concept of what time even was anymore. But have you been um, have you been keeping up with the Fast and Furious series?
1: I don't think I've seen a singular one. Wait, really? Yeah.
0: <laughs> how? Wait, how?
1: What do you mean, how? I just haven't watched any it, of them. It's
0: such a great franchise, though. <laughs> what do you mean you haven't seen it? Like, not but even the first one. Is it one.
1: actually? No, I haven't.
0: <laughs> I don't know if I've met anyone that hasn't seen the Fast and Furious series, but I might also just be around Bogans all the time.
1: Yeah, I reckon that's probably what it is.
0: (laughs) Mm. Really? Not not even the first one? Not at all? No,
1: no. That's a sad
0: life to live.
1: Sad life? (laughs) Oh my god.
0: (laughs) Look, how could you not enjoy your car racing series that turns into, hey, I'm going to send a car into fucking space?
1: Look, I'm not saying, like, I can't judge if it's good or not, Mm because I haven't seen it, but like, yeah, I just, I just haven't watched it. I'm, I'm deeply sorry. Please, I repent for my sin.
0: <laughs> you've, you've deeply offended me here by not, not knowing the, the way of the Fast <clears throat> and the Furious.
1: No, I guess we're just gonna have to end the podcast. now. Absolutely.
0: Then. Uh, well, I mentioned that because I'm, I'm sure you know, like the how the names have like gotten shorter and shorter as the series has gone on. Uh, I think so. Okay, yeah. Okay, good. Because if you didn't know that, I would ruin what I was trying to say. So it went from like the Fast and the Furious to Fast and Furious. Then over time, we got to like, uh, there was like Fast 8. And then the ninth movie is just called F9. They just don't even care anymore. People know what it's (laughs) going to be. That makes it's me just sad. It's not going
1: to be a title for the next one. It's it, just going to be the poster.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just a picture of Vin Diesel. Like, you know what it is. No need to tell you. <laughs> Actually, it's kind of like with um with Jason Statham movies. Like, you know every movie that Jason Statham made is going to be uh, basically the same movie. They're just all like, hey, here is a generic action movie 1001. Enjoy. And you'll probably enjoy. Wait, do you actually watch action movies? That's the question.
1: I mean, I don't not watch action movies. Mm-hmm. I just, I haven't really seen a lot of movies recently. I've been like more on the TV show of mm. t- TV show of um, being consumer. What
0: are you been watching?
1: Um. <coughs> Now when you're on the uh, site, you have no idea what you've no, been watching. No no no. There was um I watched uh the new season of um Master of None. That's uh that's a good show. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't I would doubt would have seen it, but that's, I um... no, I've
0: been watching no TV. I'm just <coughs> I'm just trying to keep a conversation going. Master yes. of None. Uh it is a comedy drama. Uh-huh. Ex- expl- tell tell what this is about.
1: Um, me it's about. It's basically t- just about uh, this guy that just lives in New York and just like I don't know, just random stories. It's not. It's not really like a. It's more like a kind of. It's almost like an anthology kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like each episode is is very different from one another, although it's still just like the same guy, and it, yeah, just kind of follows, and then. Um, in season two, he like moves to Italy to learn how to make pasta.
0: (laughs) Sure, okay. (laughs) I'm sure that would make sense if I had any idea what was going on.
1: Yeah, but I recommend that one. Um, I, you know, I say I've been watching TV shows, but Mm. um, uh, the the new Bo Burnham special that's very good. The name it's called Inside.
0: That's ringing a bell. I, I haven't seen it, but I think I've seen someone talking about it. Uh, let's see. Uh, no, I definitely haven't seen it. But, is it good?
1: Yes, it is. It is very good. Recorded it's, in his home um...
0: during the Rona 19 pandemic without a crew or audience. It was released on Netflix on May 30th.
1: for like something all done by one person it Mm. looks really impressive Mm -hmm. like just um cinematography wise and just like um so he he does like musical comedy stuff so like the most the majority of his like um special thing Mm -hmm. is just like songs right right um uh, compared to like how normal stand-up would be where it's like either all talking or just like majority talking or like a song or two mm-hmm. um yeah his, his like his previous ones are like <clears throat> just like pretty much all songs but mm-hmm. they are actual like recorded um uh in front of audiences right 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 this one this one isn't but it's still like very good <laughs>
0: The whole comedy thing with no audience always sort of confused me. Like, I know there's a lot of comedians doing the, um, like, the online shows. But mm. I think a lot of what comes with comedy is having... It's the same thing with sport. Like, wh- when you have, like, an, an empty stadium, it doesn't have, the, like, the same sort of energy that you get from from having, like, a big crowd of people all all enjoying the same thing.
1: Yeah, well, that's, um, that's, like, one of the topics that he, like, explores a lot Mm. within that, like, how weird it is doing, like, a comedy special and just, like, doing jokes and songs and stuff when there's no one, like, yeah, (laughs) there's no one there to react to it.
2: Mm,
0: because, like, even if you drop, like, an absolute banger of a joke in an empty room, it would just be dead silence. Mm-hmm. And that would just be that would just be strange. And you know, like also you get a lot of um a lot of shows you have you have interaction with the hecklers and if you're a good comedian, you can sort of turn that into a part of your bit.
1: Yeah, exactly. And um <clears throat> he, he does that in uh the, his two previous mm-hmm specials um yeah it's just really interesting like because he has uh three live ones and then the one that's uh the the new one Mm -hmm. um it's really interesting just seeing like because uh the three previous ones are all i think they're all about three years apart and Mm -hmm. then this one is like about five years after the last one and so yeah just sit like seeing the jump in between each of them in, like, quality and stuff is really interesting. Mm -hmm.
0: I don't think I've actually watched anybody's comedy special. The only comedy I've seen is, like, in person.
1: Yeah.
0: With the exception of, like, clips of some comedians I've seen online, but those are clips of when they were doing live shows, so you still... You don't get the same level of, I guess, audience energy, but you still have, like, you still have, like, something there. Yeah. Effectively acts as, like, a, uh, a laugh track that actually applies to things that are funny. Not just what <laughs> Big Bang Theory does, when it's just, like, laugh track after, like, every fucking sentence.
1: Yeah. Well, there's, like, um... There are, sh- like, Big Bang's really bad with doing that. Mm-hmm. but there- And there's, like, a lot of shows that with laugh tracks that... Sort
0: of rely on the laugh track to make it funny.
1: Yeah, but, like, um, something, like, even Seinfeld is, mm-hmm. uh, really, like, Seinfeld is really ahead of its time in a lot of aspects, but when it comes to laugh track, I'm pretty sure they only had it in there because that was, like, the standard at mm-hmm. the time, but, like, uh, there's barely ever any times where it's just, like, they allow room for the laugh track to, well, for it's an <laughs> actual audience in that, mm. anyway, but, yeah, there's, like, they don't uh, uh, give that time just for the audience to laugh. Like, it, it's basically like a show without it. Mm. Like, they continue it on, which is, I mean, how uh, you should do it if you are going to have a live audience.
0: <laughs> no. Basically, just hold up a sign saying, This is funny time. Laugh now. <coughs> Enjoy. Ha 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 ha
1: ha
0: ha ha. Ha ha ha. I, yeah. That, that, that's definitely true. There's a lot of. But I think there's more. This sort of rely on a, uh, rely on it as a crutch rather than, you know, actually using it as a tool or, you know, in that case, trying to just avoid it altogether. Yeah. On that note, have you actually seen, there's a, um, a video, there's a couple of videos out there, uh, Big Bang Theory without the laugh track?
1: Yeah, I have. Like, it's just, like, five to ten second breaks in between them talking.
0: Yeah, that, that's... I think that's what makes it so weird. Big Bang Theory could be like a perfectly watchable show without the laugh track, but because they designed it all around there being the laugh track, there's always just these like really weird, awkward silences without it.
1: Yeah, that's it. it's not comparable to how people actually talk.
0: Because <laughs> there's no times when they actually, at least none that I can think of, where they have the laugh traf- uh, laugh track really running over someone, what someone's trying to say.
1: No, nah, it's always yeah. It's always like tell joke, laugh track, next mm. line, tell joke. Joke. Laugh track.
0: <laughs> it's questionable whether they're actually jokes.
1: Okay, g- yeah, <laughs> I'll give you that one.
0: I can't think of too many sitcoms I've actually really watched. Like, I'm not a, generally a big fan of them, basically because of that reason. Like, I've I've certainly watched them in the past. Like, I've watched most of How I Met Your Mother and things like that, but. I don't generally go out of my way to watch them.
1: Well, yeah, and sitcoms now don't really have laugh tracks anymore. Mm-hmm. It's, it, um, but, yeah, I don't think I've watched a whole lot. I've watched Seinfeld and Friends. They're, like, mm-hmm. the two really big ones. Yeah, and absolutely. I've watched, like, like, I've watched them all the way through. I've watched mm-hmm. Seinfeld through, like, <laughs> ten or more times, like, uh, really like that show, but... um. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not mm. sure if I've watched any of the other like classic ones or not. Mm.
0: Well, yeah, I've watched those ones, but and then like the modern classics, like How I Met Your Mother, and things like that. But I have no idea like what exists in the sitcom world at this point. Like, I, I, I could only imagine that they're not great.
1: <laughs> mm. oh, and I, uh, One Family is technically a sitcom, mm. and that, that. Oh yeah, I've watched that. Is that's pretty enjoyable. Mm. I, I like. I like that, and yeah, it it doesn't rely on laugh track and that's still, like, actually funny.
0: (laughs) Speaking of, um, speaking of shit TV, my housemate, I don't know why, she watches Home and Away.
1: Oh, lovely.
0: (laughs) And that's one of those shows that you can just, like, pop your head into, like, every couple of years, and you understand everything that's going on because nothing's ever happening. (laughs) Like once, I think once a year they do their like story arc. Like, oh, someone is in a car crash, someone's going to prison, oh, someone's got cancer now, and that's the only thing that ever happens. Mm-hmm. And they always like hype it up whenever like any big thing is gonna happen, because that's when the season finale happens. Uh, but apart from that, it's just like, oh yeah, we're just like gonna hang out on the beach, hang out in the cafe. whoa, this is super exciting, super fun.
1: I can't believe, like, just thinking of how unfulfilling writing for that show must be. Like, say you're, like, a new person, you're like, oh, let's actually do something interesting with it. And then Mm -hmm. you're just like, no, Stacey27 has to um, have a near miss, uh, (laughs) a near miss with a car. Mm -hmm. And she's all shaken up for the episode.
0: (laughs) I do... I think that that and also Neighbours do exist for, like, a good reason. Um, because they give new Australian actors, like, a way to, you know, step into the acting world, step into, like, an actual production. Uh, like, a lot of really big Australian actors started on Neighbours and Home and Away. But apart from that, it's a fucking horrible, bo- horribly <laughs> boring show. It's just that it has so many viewers because of when it airs. It airs when people are eating dinner. And there's nothing else on, on, on TV at that point. So if you're watching TV, you're probably watching Home and Away and Neighbours.
1: Yeah, it just, like, it astounds me that there's people, though, that actually, like, that actually enjoy that it. stuff. <laughs> mm. like,
0: you, like, go, imagine going back to the start. Actually, how old is, like, which one's older, Home and Away or Neighbours? Imagine going uh, all the way back to I the start Neighbours. and watching it. Uh, There's,
1: like, literally thousands of episodes. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, it comes out, is it, how many episodes? <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, it comes out once, once a, once a day, doesn't it? Like, you get it, like, five times a week or something stupid.
2: Ooh.
0: Neighbours has, so it's been going since 1985. There is oh yeah 8,000 <laughs> 641 episodes. (laughs) Jesus. So yeah, it comes out five times a week. There's,
1: um, there's a British uh, soap drama Mm. um, that I think has gone for 10,000 episodes. (laughs) (coughs) It's ridiculous.
0: Like, it would, okay, it, it would be one thing if anything ever happened but like when you have like when you have that much content coming out you just can't make an interesting show it just it has to just be boring mundane shit like you you cannot actually come up with that much uh that much content that quickly something that is
1: actually compelling Mm. yeah you don't have time to like write (laughs) you you don't have time to write They're just like writing the show as they're filming. They're like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> I
0: honestly wonder how much of that show is just improv.
1: I mean, probably a good part of it would have to be. I wouldn't. It wouldn't be surprising if they didn't actually write a lot of it. They mm. kind of just like went off of dot points, mm. which is like basically what I do in my videos. So it it, so it works, and mm. for something of that quality, like. I, I wouldn't be, yeah, surprised if that's like what they had to do. Well,
0: when the level of dialogue is just like, "Hey, what do you want to go get for lunch?" Oh, you want to go down to the cafe? Oh, yeah, let's go to the cafe. When that's your dialogue, like you don't really need a script. You just like need to tell them, like, "Okay, what is your objective?" And just get there. And this we is how much time. To you to cafe. Have. Go to go to cafe because plot progression happens here. By plot progression, I mean, I don't know. Someone's going to see you with a girl while you've got a girlfriend, and that's going to be the big oh, drama of the week. Oh.
1: Scandalous.
0: Oh, you're, like, talking to people while you... you yeah, wow. That... Actually, that's... I you-
1: saw you with Rebecca at the cafe.
0: <laughs> actually, that's too much drama for Home and Away and Neighbours. Like, that, that's too much. That'll take, like, three months to resolve.
1: That's, that's the season finale. Mm.
0: <laughs> i'm i wonder how, okay
1: is jonathan walking out of <laughs> neighbors
0: <laughs> well they they do have to kind of like frequently kill people off because when someone actually does show the fact that they're actually a good actor usually they're just gonna go get another job you have obviously the exceptions of people who like never leave neighbours and never leave home. The people have been there, like, since the show has started. <laughs> but apart from those people, everyone else is just like, well, I'm just going to use this to get a better job.
1: Can't believe you're disrespecting An Aussie neighbors. icon? Yeah.
0: Uh, I <laughs> One of the guys in my Discord also disrespected an Aussie icon. He spelt Steve Irwin's last name with an E. Erwin. Erwin.
1: I mean, technically, like, would make the same it noise. Would. It's just bad. It's just English's fault for having letters that make the same noises. Mm.
0: English is one of the... Uh, it is a very messy language, that's for sure. After after starting to learn Japanese, I realized that English is a fucking train wreck. Mhm. Because with with Japanese... You have a very set number of sounds, and those are the only sounds that can exist in the language. Anything else, just it's fine. We ignore. It. That's why you get like when. That's why you get um, people who try to learn English when they're Japanese, having like really weird accents because like an, an like an L sound like l does not exist in that language altogether. It sounds closer to an R. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: uh, I don't know why we spent like 10 minutes Talking about neighbours
1: What? That's not my fault, I swear <laughs> uh, Alright, I got something for you mm. You see this sloth?
0: I see the sloth, yes
1: So I've been hiding a little secret Um, Over the past 8 podcasts <laughs>
2: <laughs> What?
0: Are you turning my podcast into your channel?
1: Yes Okay um, this sloth alternates from purple to pink, um, and so if you go back to the past eight, including this one, uh, one of them, I think this one is a zero, and the purple one is a is a one, and in binary it it reads out forty six. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? What are you doing?
1: I don't know, but like <laughs> on some of the other weeks that's why it would take so long is cause I was going back through the old episodes trying to make sure I had the right colour slot. <laughs> I
0: fucking hate you. Why forty six <laughs> of all numbers?
1: Because forty six is like the the number from from my videos. Hmm, okay. It, it pops up a lot. Does it? okay? Uh, it, and it's hidden in a lot of places. I There's guess... literally a video called the 46th floor, so is there? Yeah,
0: I guess I just don't pay enough attention to your channel. What do you oh, fucking hell, I hate you. <laughs> yeah, okay, I see it. The 46th floor, uh, I've
1: hijacked your channel.
0: <laughs> well, that's the end of the saga then. Uh nothing no no reason for you to come back now that you've done that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm all done.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Is that the only hidden message you've put onto my channel?
1: Yeah, that's the only one. <laughs> mhm.
0: I thought you would have I don't know tried to hide something somewhere else maybe like I don't know something with your your clothes or something. Oh god. Maybe no, like the that's... way your hair is arranged.
1: <laughs> that's too far. Although I'm pretty sure there probably is some stupid shit that's that detailed within my actual videos mm-hmm. that no one's ever going to get.
0: <sighs> okay. Well, um <laughs> Is that all you want to say about that?
1: Yeah, I thought I'd just mention it. Okay.
0: well what other tv shows are you watching now that now that you've made that revelation
1: (laughs) other tv shows let me just like
0: bring up your netflix
1: yeah exactly Mm, okay
0: okay i can see your hands look at those hairy hands
1: yeah look at these hands bro
0: I don't know how to entertain people for a couple of seconds. Um... I
1: have been playing uh, stuff as well. I've been playing a lot of Sims.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, Sims Three, not Four. though
0: Okay, I was gonna say I I haven't played Four.
1: No, I have Number Four, but like it wasn't installed when I started playing. So mm-hmm. like I I downloaded it, but I'm like I've already gone so far mm-hmm. with this one. Oh, Netflix is being dodgy. It's not showing my, my continue watching. Yeah. How am I meant to know what I've been watching, bro?
0: So we can talk about Sims. Why are you yeah. playing Sims? You just
1: it's bored just out like, of your mind. No, it's just like you just get this calling to come play Sims like once ever every two years.
0: Sure, okay.
1: I <laughs> uh, same with Minecraft. You mm. just like once a year. You just you're like oh. I just have to play Minecraft for a week straight.
0: <laughs> Didn't the, um, the, the caves update come out for that one? they like split yeah, caves and into two updates.
1: Yeah, I think it finally came out.
0: Uh, <coughs> let's see. Minecraft caves came out two weeks ago. Huh.
1: Okay. Yeah. Uh, still intend on, I-, I need to play that.
0: What, play the, uh, the caves update? Yeah. Yeah, I should, honestly, I, I've i had people ask me to go and actually play um, some Minecraft on my channel. On, like, my gaming channel. It would be fun. Uh, I don't, when did I last play Minecraft? Um, I think I was in high school.
1: That's a long time.
0: Yeah, it's, what, so, like, fuck, like, how old am I now? I'm 23, so, like, six years ago, something like that.
1: 23, oh, that's a wooft Imagine being 23, I'll, I'll hang down here at 22, thank you
0: Alright, you're a little younger than me, aren't you? Yeah, because I, um, I, I took my gap year and then went to uni So I, I'm i kind of older than most of the people Except for those like random people that were at uni who were like, in their 40s <laughs> It's
1: like, what's up? I don't
0: know if you ever met this guy, but in first year There was a guy, I think he was like, it is 60s and he was starting his software engineering degree.
1: I think I did meet him once. Mm-hmm. He didn't stick around, though, did no. he? No.
0: I don't know what it, he was doing. Maybe he was just bored?
1: Just having, like, a a third life... Like, not half life crisis. Three-fourths three <laughs> life crisis.
0: <laughs> but like, I, I can sort of get that, like... If you're sort of getting to the end of your career, I can see why you might want to see like a shift like that happen, or maybe he had already retired and it was just like I'm going to go back to uni because I have nothing to do now.
1: Maybe, so something, something to do.
0: There was so many who came through that degree who just didn't stick around.
1: Yeah, I, I remember a lot of people in first year that just like disappeared. Mm.
0: A lot of those people. Uh, I did speak to, and they all had very similar reasons for being there. Like their parents knew they played video games, therefore they can go make video games.
2: Mm-hmm. It's Big not how that works.
0: Or, like they're on the computer all the time, therefore they should go be a programmer. Like if obviously. you
1: obviously, po-
0: hmm, obviously, obviously, yeah, absolutely, yeah. It like it works for some people. Like I've always had like a sort of tinkerer mindset, so it sort of makes sense in my case. But if you just like you know wasting time on on a computer, that's a very very different sort of person.
1: Yeah, I guess for me I'm like um, a fairly decent problem solver, mm-hmm. and so that you know that lends itself very well into coding and programming. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just like oh my. My son's playing too much Call of Duty on the PlayStation. I reckon I'll send him off to study IT.
0: That <laughs> surprisingly, though, some of them did get past first year.
1: Who would this be?
0: Well, Aiden's one of them.
1: Getting past first year for him is like <laughs> not really. Uh...
0: <laughs> I don't know if he ever graduated.
1: No, I think he's still, still there. I think, I, still I, I, um, playing I, Smash? I talked to Nick like a month or two ago, mm. and yeah, apparently Aiden's one of the last people standing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's just there with the new first years. Like, yes, I've been here for seven years.
1: Hello, fellow children. I'm still studying uh, IT fundamentals.
2: <laughs>
0: it's it's not like he ever went part-time or anything to make it take a long time like Andrew did. Um, no, he's just he's just failing again and again and again. Whether he's even taking classes at this point, I don't know. <laughs>
1: he's just, he's just <laughs> loitering around the campus.
0: <laughs> I do feel bad for him, but he sort of did bring it on himself.
1: Yeah, I... Yeah, I I feel kind of bad, but like, yeah, at the same time, it's kind of like, well, you know, you did put yourself in that situation, Mm. not much uh, I can do about it.
2: Mm.
0: Like, people would help him from time to time, he just didn't really want to help himself. That was, I think, sort of like, one of the big thing with a, a lot of people who end up dropping out, like, they would... Sometimes they they even ask for help, but when you go to help them, they'd sort of expect you to sort of do everything for them.
1: Yeah, they weren't willing to, to learn it from your mm. help.
0: Which, look, at at the end of the day, like, you can help people, but if they're not willing to help themselves, like, you can't really get much further than that.
1: I'll tell you what, I have learned that lesson time and time again.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I... I, I made the mistake of... What are you fucking doing?
1: I'm looking at my obsidian through the... With, with the light shining, so that looks cool. Because it's, like, very... Slightly transparent, so right. it actually looks really cool. Sorry, you were saying? <laughs>
0: um, yeah, I, I learned... So I think it sort of took me to my, like, second or my third year to realise, like... Just stop helping everyone... Like in first year, if anyone asked me for like programming help or anything, I would be more than willing to help. And something like, uh, well, I don't remember what his name was. There was a guy who like messaged everyone on Facebook trying to get them. Uh, My get...
1: boy, a gosh.
0: Yeah, a gosh. Yes.
1: Praise up for a gosh. <laughs> mm.
0: Like message everyone trying to get help from them, but and I would spend time helping him, but I realized like that's just. You, just, you can't do that for everyone, and some people are just sort of a lost cause.
1: Yeah, like, <laughs> this is going to be really mean, mm-hmm. and I feel, kind of feel bad, but, like, because like, I think he genuinely really wanted to try and was actually trying, but I just don't think he was smart enough for mm-hmm. it. Like, it, there are people that just aren't smart enough to do that kind of degree. Yeah. Like it sounds shitty to say, but it's just like the truth. And so I reckon that was what was happening with his case. Mm-hmm. Cause like I would tell him stuff and he wouldn't be the type of person that's like, Oh, can you do it for me? Mm-hmm. Like I genuinely give him help and he'd be like, yeah, thank you so much. And he'd come back to me with something like entirely wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, no, 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 this isn't how it works.
0: like, <laughs> It's one thing to be really confused in, like, your first semester if you've never done any programming before. Like, I remember back when I... Even though I had done programming, I didn't do it properly. Uh, I don't... Like, what I knew from programming was sort of what I'd learned hacking around with uh, Java uh, in my high school class. Um, So I went into uni having sort of this real sketchy knowledge. I didn't understand, like, how to get things out of an array. And once you got it out of an array, like, how could you use it? Like, these aren't named, like, variables. How do I use it? Like, that doesn't make sense. Um, Then, you know, obviously it clicks at some point that you can use array indexes, things like that. Uh, But once you've sort of got that foundational knowledge, then if you actually have the ability to get through that degree you should be able to take that knowledge and sort of apply it to different tasks. And there were were people who just couldn't do that.
1: Yeah. Uh, um, I was thinking about this the other day, like how data structures is considered such a hard course Mm -hmm. to do. I think um, that's because you have to like... Because you're you're kind of like taught... um, at least in first year, like, mm-hmm. or first first semester when you're first learning it, like, you're taught to think kind of just in terms of, like, the actual code and each line and stuff, mm-hmm. but past that, so especially when you start learning object-oriented and, like, yeah, data structures, you have to, like, think a lot more visually mm-hmm. and, like, actually imagine the kind of, like, yeah, the visual metaphors there are for these lines of code, I think people really struggled with that but um I, I found it quite easy to pick up just because i already thought in a very visual way but mm-hmm. i think yeah there's a lot of people that <clears throat> struggled because that's not how they see stuff in their mm-hmm.
0: head uh, data structures it was a difficult course if you tried to do everything in your head like say like i think what was the, the assignment on linked list? Binary trees. I think the second one was also on binary trees doing like a star or something. No, the good. first
1: one the first one was all linked lists, mm. like single and double. I forget what they're called, but like how, <laughs> yeah. how one only goes forward. You and never how write one your own linked list, you just back.
0: use a library for it. Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, the second one was, was trees and mm. um, uh, use it, uh, the different kind of algorithms. To search them. I don't remember what the third assignment was. Though. I
0: vaguely recall it was also binary trees and you were doing, like, A-star searches and stuff. Maybe. I think second assignment was making the tree um, and you were given the search algorithms and then third one you had to, like, make the algorithm that yourself and give the
2: tree.
1: vaguely familiar.
0: I know there was definitely A-star in there somewhere. Yeah. The other thing that didn't really help with... Okay, this is sort of a problem I have with a lot of the degree. There was a lot of stuff that wasn't really taught. I think... I think what really hurts the degree a lot is the fact that it relies almost exclusively on external resources. Like, you could do that entire degree not paying a cent. Just, like, go to, like, Free Code Camp and get the exact same content.
1: Yeah, like, I... Uh, especially just like being pointed to a textbook, mm. I, like I know for me, I just fucking turn off the instant I start reading a textbook, mm-hmm. and so like I never like pass, like I never bought a textbook, but first, but after first year, I just stopped like downloading them mm. and reading them. I was like, I'm not getting anything from this. This yeah. is just like putting me to sleep. Like,
0: yeah, I don't know. What I th- th- oh, sorry.
1: I was just going to say, I think that's a definite, like, just weakness of mm. of the course is just like, yeah, being pointed towards a textbook instead of trying to explain that better or or using like little small assignment examples or something.
0: Yeah, I don't know what it is about <coughs> textbooks. Like, I've, let's see what I've got down here. I've actually got, I've got a, I think one, not one, not one for the course, uh, for the degree, one that I bought because it's actually just a good book. Uh huh. Oh, wait, I actually do have a textbook here. Uh, here we go. So, uh, here is a copy of Effective C++. Not a good book. Uh, <laughs> that
1: cover, though.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, look at... That... There's, like, fucking eagles on there. They're shit eagles. They're shit American eagles. Um, but... Yeah, then we, have, uh, then we have a fucking phone book. This is code complete.
1: Oh, jeez.
0: <laughs> That's actually a good book. I highly recommend this one. Um, it is 900 pages long. Um, <laughs> God. Uh, both these books, even though I, I, I do think they are relatively better than, th- you know, like reading, what, like, um, what was the Java book we had? absolute java? Yeah, something
1: like that. That is
0: it puts you to sleep. At least those ones do a better job at like sort of sort of trying to keep you engaged with the content. But at the end of the day, like I would be given like sometimes the chapters would be like 15 pages long and that would take me like 3 hours to read.
1: <laughs> I know I um I uh so... Is IT Fundamentals, is that the Java course? No,
0: IT Fundamentals was Adam's first course.
1: That's right. What is the Java course called? Um,
0: programming Fundamentals. <coughs>
1: That's what I was thinking. I don't know if they
0: still... I think it's they've changed stuff up now. There's a lot more Python in the degree now, but yeah, that was the one we did.
1: Yeah, I remember Um, <laughs> on the train ride to uni, I remember being like, fuck, I was meant to read... <laughs> 15 pages of this, of this, I just like skim through it. I'm Thank. like, bro, this is just going to be on your lectures, just your lecture slides, like fucking Stuart's three hour fucking lecture yeah. where he doesn't say anything for half the time and be like, oh, if you don't attend the lecture, you're not learning.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I. Yeah, that's another thing. I realized after first year, going to lectures was the dumbest thing. Like, there was no reason to do so. I showed up for a couple of them uh, in final year uh, in um, the IT project just because they cared that you showed up. But besides that, you got all of the exact same content just watching it online.
1: Yeah, Um I would, I would only show up to lectures if I had other stuff on during the day. Yeah, I'm like, nah, I ain't going to Doug's lecture Wednesday on 9 a.m. Oh, if that's yes. the only thing I have.
0: Yeah, I had a cloud. I think I showed it to my cloud programming one in third year just because I had a class directly afterwards. I think it was the cloud programming prac or something. It's like I might as well be here
1: i don't know i don't even remember the lectures for that i just remember that course is fucking garbage
0: cloud programming actually i can check my grades let's find out how did i cloud
1: programming was the amazon web services course yes yes it was yeah that was garbage (laughs) the
0: one where um i was working with ben yes ben ben is fisher fish Fishman? Ben, ben Fish. Ben, ben, I think it was Ben Fisher. I don't know. I, I can't remember his name. Um, but...
1: He will be here <laughs> known as Ben Fish.
0: Ben Fish. <laughs> Bend over fish. Um, that was the course where he got a... Uh, thousand... Oh, no, I can't log in because it needs... Right, they sent me an email like three weeks ago to update my password and I just didn't do it. Um... Was it saying? Right. Uh that was the class where he got a thousand dollar bill from AWS because yeah. <laughs> the our teammate decided to have like a, a job in AWS that like constantly spun up new servers. It's like stop. Yeah, stop doing I that. I think I got a C in that class, and that was my only class where I got a C. I
1: reckon I also got a credit for that. Mm. It's just like Such a bizarre course. Just like the assignments didn't really like half of that course wasn't just using a VM on Linux.
0: Yeah, the it wasn't even a cloud course for the most (coughs) of it. It was yeah, it was just like Linux fundamentals.
1: Yeah, and we already did that in the fucking other course where we were like all the Unix commands and stuff.
0: The the Git course. I don't remember the name of either. Yeah. Um. What was that one called? Um But that one you also did like write some didn't you have to write like two research papers or something or two short papers?
1: Mm, you just have to do one research paper. Hmm.
0: No, uh, the the Git one, not the cloud one.
1: Yeah, the, the Git one you did one research paper. You, and then Okay.
0: I must be remembering it wrong. Yeah. You also oh no, that one you had the um the programming assignment where it was just like <laughs> use git and i the people in my group just didn't know at all what they were doing like they didn't even know like some of the people in my group didn't even know java and oh. cause all you had to do i think it was just like do some basic maths or something like that and they just could not work it out they compiled code that oh yeah uh submitted code that just wouldn't compile I was like what are you guys doing
1: Yeah, there was, like, this small list of dot points of stuff you had to do in this Java program. Mm -hmm. Like, you could literally... I'm pretty sure me and Josh and our teammate, we literally did it in a day.
0: Well, there was, like, ten minutes of work to do.
1: Yeah, exactly. And just, like, making sure you just fucking uh, send it all to your GitHub or whatever. Yeah,
0: the main... Because the main requirement was, like, showing that you know how to, like use remotes and make pull requests and things like that. That's, that's yeah, and, pretty much and it. how
1: to commit properly. Mm.
0: I'm looking at the uh, the list of courses right now. A lot of them sound similar to what we did. Uh, so, Design Thinking and Digital Innovation was replaced with Design Thinking Studio, which I'm sure is the exact same class.
1: Bro, fancy name.
0: <laughs> Mate, I, I love design thinking and digital innovation. What a great class that was. Don't you enjoy making documents and prototypes out of paper?
1: I, I like fucking like, journaling every week <laughs> about like something so dry that it's not worth journaling mm-hmm. about.
0: <laughs> who did you do that class with? Like, who was in your group?
1: Uh, I had a group of one other person, mm. and his name was also Brody. Oh, he he was um really nice, and we got on super well, and we did our work properly. But he dropped out after second semester. Okay,
0: I was gonna say I know another Brody, but I guess it's a different person.
1: No, that that Brody you're thinking of would be someone else.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I I had a really good group actually. Okay, I had a really good group with one person who's fucking lazy. Uh, my group was Sam and Jai.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, you know, Jai, gr- absolutely no, great work, when he decides to work. Doesn't decide to work a lot.
1: <laughs> I remember I had a DTDI clock. Like, mine was like. I think we might have been in the same one. I don't remember. Yeah, no, I think, I, it, I, I think it we went worked. from like 5 o'clock to 8 o'clock or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember um, I had that class on my birthday. I'm like, what a fucking fun way to spend my day. I'm pretty sure I had like a full day of uni and that was at the end of it. I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. happy fucking birthday to me. And then I have to go ride home for an hour. <laughs> <sighs> that was
0: a, such a, a... I don't know why they ever decided to put classes at that time. That's such a rough time for a class. None of the lecturers want to be there. No one wants to be there at that time.
1: Literally no one wants to be there. <laughs> it's
0: like it's not like the other classes were booked out or anything. Like, they could have had it, like, two hours earlier. Nope.
1: Yeah, no, I Nope. have no idea what they were thinking.
0: Well, like, um... <coughs> IT pro... Yeah, y- the IT project and, um... The software engineering project are the same lecture. So you would have had that one at five as well, wouldn't you? The final it's year stuff. Break.
1: Yeah, I had, I had there was definitely at a later time mm. that those lectures were like
0: there was nothing there was no content
1: the, like I had there was two lectures that had anything to do with the actual course and the rest of it was like here's how to not be racist. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I only had like... to do
0: two of the classes in person; uh, the other ones were online.
1: Oh, that's good then.
0: But yeah, I, I do remember that one. They had the um, the they had the Aboriginal guy come in to talk about uh why you're a bad person and why you should not hate Aboriginal people. Uh, then they had someone come in later to say like you shouldn't hate women, and it's like, what is this? What what are you doing in this? Class? <laughs> like right. I already don't hate these people. Like why why are we doing this?
1: The, the only thing of interest I, I got from the Aboriginal was I really liked um, the map of all the different um, subcultures or mm. whatever. I, f- um, I found that really fascinating. But the, the rest of the shit that he showed us was so... It didn't even apply just to like Aboriginal people. It was just like, how to be a good person in mm-hmm. customer service. Yeah. Don't use jargon. Don't belittle the person. Like... That is, that's not just applicable to that. That's applicable to everyone, and everyone mm. already knows that. The people that don't know that aren't going to learn from this thing. They're already in third year of uni. They should have picked that up by now, mm-hmm. and they're not going to pick it up from this boring ass lecture.
0: Well, in the um, <clears throat> prior to design thinking, digital innovation existing, that class was <laughs> Aboriginal studies because really? they had nothing to put there.
1: Oh my god. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so the um the guys before us because they rotate the degree every four years. Um, the guys before us did Aboriginal studies in that class.
1: Uh huh. <laughs> that's groovy.
0: Yep, I don't know why, but that that's the thing that happened. Um, let's see. Second semester looks basically the same. Programming fundamentals is now called object oriented programming, which is honestly a much better name.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh data-driven web technologies, which is Doug's course. Uh that's yeah. That
1: that's a good course. Web.
0: What was it called? Web. What the fuck was it called?
1: Web dev. Was web
0: it, cool... oh, yeah, it was just called. Oh, it was called web development, wasn't it? Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I like that course. Yeah.
0: Well, I like Doug. Doug's just cool dude. Yeah.
1: But also, just like the assignments on that, like taking a database and putting all of those things on, like taking the database using um. Something or other, I don't remember what it's called, and just like having that all be displayed on your website. Mm. Like, I don't know when I did that, I felt really like proud of myself just because it was cool, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. learning how to like animate shit with, um, uh, yeah, all the tools and stuff. Well,
0: yeah, we use jQuery to animate it, which is not how you would, Not. I
1: mean, no, obviously, but it was still really mm. like, it's still really cool to learn.
0: What was the Oh yeah, first first assignment was cool because that was remake like a shitty website in like a more modern design. Yeah, I took the uh, the Adventure Quest website.
1: <laughs> I don't even remember what I did.
0: Have wait, have you looked at the Adventure Quest website recently? Because it looks exactly the same that it did like ten years ago. Have you actually? <laughs> have you ever played Adventure Quest? I
2: don't
1: know.
0: Why? Play Adventure Quest. Actually, don't play. It's a bad game. Um, no, I have
1: not played this. Oh, damn. Oh, what the fuck? This is actually, like, uh, 2010.
0: Yup. Yup. How many players are online right now? Uh, It used to say. It doesn't say right now. Maybe nobody. Where wow, they're still updating it. The most recent update was five days ago. What the hell? People are still... <laughs> Why are they still developing this?
1: Okay. Why wouldn't you be? The doy. So, this is
0: how... (laughs) This is how old the game is. The maximum resolution is 1000 by 750. Bruh. And I'm pretty sure that's a a, a new feature. That wasn't always there. Oh, so... There are five. It says at the top now. There are five thousand players online. That's more players than when I played, actually. Wow. Okay.
1: That's, that's more players than most Steam games. I know.
0: <laughs> it has a very dedicated, very dedicated community. There's not much game to it, um, but they're dedicated, I guess. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, and then the second assignment was, uh, wasn't it? take weather data and then show it on a website?
1: Mm, Yes. Yes. That was one of the assignments,
2: yeah. Mmm.
0: What what do you reckon your favourite class out of all of the classes you did actually was? I don't include the electives, because that's that's not fair. Because I know you did, like, life drawing.
1: Yeah, life drawing was awesome. (laughs) What Um, kind of
0: life drawing?
1: Honestly, I reckon IT Project, I loved that course. Mm. Like what the the thing I got to do was so. What fun. was your project?
0: Because my project was an absolute meme.
1: Um, I had to design a, uh, like a not not a program as in computer program, like a um, like a week long program, mm-hmm. for um, work experience basically. Mm-hmm. Oh, not not even work experience. Just like a course for high schoolers to. Go through mm-hmm. to understand the different parts of like, um, IT so like mm-hmm. programming, designing, um, like team management and stuff. Uh, yeah, getting like a program for high schools to come through that get a good grasp mm-hmm. of each of those and um yeah just expose them to like the world of IT as mm-hmm. a like effort to get them to study it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that was really good.
0: Is that something that ended up actually getting used? Because I know some people did uh, actually did projects that did end up being used in the real world.
1: Yeah, it got used. Like, so I did it for the Department of Human Services, mm-hmm. and like, yeah, they've actually used it since then, which mm-hmm. is really good. And like, everyone that went through it really enjoyed it, which, you know, I was pretty happy with hearing about that.
0: Mm. that that's actually good because um, my one, my one didn't get used. <laughs> um, mine one was a. I got the biggest joke project you could ever imagine. Me and Reese got such a great project, um, so we got a scholarship, which is already a massive thing, um, but our project that we did was so just so shit and so basic. Basically, we had this existing project. Um, it was for showing genomics data in virtual reality, which is stupid. Don't do it. Um, mm-hmm. the code base is a mess as well and it's not any less of a mess after we left it um, basically we just had to add a couple of features to it that's pretty much it Bruce would be like oh, we want this thing Like, okay we'll add that he, he initially he wanted us to do something complicated then he realised like wait nah that's fine uh, just get him to do something basic going to do this, like, thing. Really, the work that we did, because we had a full year project rather than a semester, the work we did honestly would have really taken like maybe two months at mm-hmm. most.
1: I just remember, like, my um, supervisor person was Grant. Mm. And just like, <laughs> we scheduled so many meetings, like, like how you meant to, like, weekly meetings yeah, yeah. or whatever. He wouldn't turn up to half of them. And then he'd be, like, on the... I'm pretty sure it's just because, like, he was so sure that our little group was, like, doing a good job. And, like, he wanted to make sure we were doing a good job because it was, like, a partnership with an actual company. It wasn't mm. just, like, a, a, like, one-off do this for a lecture thing. Oh, yeah, well,
0: we were working with um, the CSIRO, so...
1: Yeah, but, he, like, he wanted to make sure the partnership was gonna like keep going after us. But yeah, like yeah. I think after like the first couple weeks he was he was just like, Yeah, you guys are gonna be fine. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> um so he just like stopped coming to meetings and stuff.
0: Yeah we had um so Andrew was our supervisor, then Bruce was our client. Bruce was like the guy who liaised with um with CSI on the uni's behalf. Um yeah. Bruce is great. I like Bruce. Andrew Andrew realized how much of a joke project it was, and he did show up to every meeting, but we'd have our meetings for, like, basically long enough to make sure that we weren't dead.
1: Mm-hmm. So he'd
0: show up, just like, oh, yeah, you guys working? Like, yep. Okay, good meeting.
1: See you later. The only thing about IT project mm-hmm. I didn't like is um, because of how, like... Mm-hmm bigger thing was and how many changes we had to make to it we didn't really get a lot of time to do the final document right um so our group ended up staying up until like three or four in the morning just finishing it off like but we still got a hd for that and i think the the single presentations Mm. were so flawed in the way that they wanted them presented like or don't show how you're going to implement it or anything. Don't show us any yes. plans like it was just really weird, and like, oh, don't talk to your other team members about this when you're meant to be working in a team for the whole thing mm-hmm. um make sure you guys don't overlap or anything or make sure you have it in this exact structure. It was just so bizarre, like. Mm-hmm. Like someone was just like, oh, I want this and this and this, but I also want this, even though it contradicts with the first thing.
0: Yeah, I don't remember what his name was. Um, but there was Bruce and one other. Uh, not Bruce. Um, Doug and one other guy marking all of the uh the presentations for us. I don't know if it was the same setup for you guys. I think so. Yeah. Um. And Doug was happy with everything. He never really complained about anything. The other guy, every, like, thing he can possibly nitpick, he would nitpick. Uh, what? Okay. It it was, he was nitpicking so much stuff that when we did our, our group presentation, he thought that, I I think it was like the second group presentation or something. I don't know. doesn't matter. One of the group presentations, he thought that we had cheated and that Andrew made the presentation for us. (laughs) <laughs> like no just because it's good doesn't mean we cheated what do you, stop
1: I got in trouble because apparently my slides design was too boring too software engineer like? well not... no it wasn't that, it was just they were too plain which hmm. is bullshit because I'd... I purposely didn't use one of the pre-done um, powerpoint mm-hmm. thingos cause I was like this Looks like shit and does not suit our presentation, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I went through and did custom slides for all of them. Like, our thing was like, um, and, and I also, uh, we had our logo, which is like um, SDLC in mm. a HTML tag bracket. And it looked really cool. And it was like the colors of, it's like the Centrelink colors, like mm. the blue, green, and yellow. So it looked great, and I took that blue, green, and yellow, and did like a gradient of just like just a nice bar at the top, mm. I think, or something like that. So it looked really nice, but it the rest of it was white, mm. um, and then it had black text with a couple of pictures. So it yep. looked really good and really clean. It was super readable, and this guy's like, "It's boring." <laughs>
0: my yeah, my complaint was that. All of, it's the same sort of complaint or it's just like, ah, oh, if these slides look like a software engineer made them, like...
1: Yes. Yes, obviously.
0: <laughs> like, I'm not a designer. You're literally asking a software engineer to make these slides. What are you fucking saying?
1: Uh, I'm pretty sure it was either a person in my team or just someone else I was, like, super close with. They used one of the, like, PowerPoint thingos to make it more visually interesting mm. and then they got told off for it being too cluttered and too busy.
0: He just wanted to and I saw their slides everything. they
1: were fine. Yeah. And I also got in trouble for putting our logo that we designed into it cuz like otherwise it would just literally just be black text. Mm. And and this guy was just like you put the implementation of it in the uh pre-design PowerPoint. That's actually not okay. <laughs> I'm like, this isn't implementation, this is our fucking logo that we got told to make by the fucking person. <laughs> or, by the, the thing, or by the project supervisor. Like, come on, my dude. <laughs> Actually get a fucking stick out of your asshole.
0: I feel really bad for the p. Pe- so my project was development-based. I feel bad for, I think it was Kenley's project? Cause there was a one of the presentations you didn't talk about like features you'd implemented. In your case, you could talk about like the sort of the the program you're making. That that applies fine. His project was actually just doing a research paper.
1: Yeah, I remember that.
0: <laughs> it's just like, how do you talk about that? I don't know what he ended up doing. But That was such a mess for course, because they didn't the The problem they had is even though they even though they were the ones that curated the projects that were coming in, they didn't make the projects or they didn't make sure the projects actually fit the structure of the course so some people had projects that were massive, some people had projects like mine, some people had fucking research papers, some people had developing like a real world program. there was just no consistency in the way they actually structured it
1: mm-hmm yeah even with all those problems it's still my favorite course mm. just because of the people and because of what i got to do like mm. that i think that's a pretty good testament to how good it was even though all of these problems were scattered throughout it
0: how uh how long was your design document because i remember mine being very long too long it was like
1: actually 30 pages uh... or something
0: Ah, uh, okay.
1: <laughs> that that's the, like the second one, isn't it? Uh yeah. something
0: like that. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, the good thing about ours is because because the like the program we made was like we designed all of that, so we could basically take that and just chuck it in the design document.
0: Ah, yeah, yeah. mine was I think like a hundred and ten pages. Oh, <laughs> they did not like that. They're like, oh. This is too long. nope, it's fine. Because they were like, oh, make sure the pro- the uh, the project gets documented. This project didn't have documentation before we started. So disgusting. We documented it, and we were doing that over the course of the year, not uh right yeah. at the end. Uh you guys didn't have to do a research paper on your thing, did you? That was only a final year thing, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, I didn't have to do a research okay. paper.
0: Yeah, we had to do a research paper. Like, So first semester was designing the project. Same thing you guys did. Second semester was just basically doing a research paper.
1: Okay. That's because you did, like, your honours. I
0: did, yeah. I did software engineering. I did the advanced one. And it was pain.
1: Just <laughs> pain.
0: Because there there wasn't, like, a recommended word count. There wasn't a minimum word count. There was nothing. It was just, like... Right. Just right. So, we're like, Andrew, can you give us anything? Because at that point, Andrew actually took over the course uh, from Doug. He's like, yeah. give us something. And we got something. I think he ended up saying something like 3,000 words. Uh, oh, no. Sorry, it was 3,000 words per person, I think. So, uh-huh. I ended up being like 6,000.
1: I remember when I... Like, because cause I've been doing my book, mm. uh, it I just made me, like, look back on uni assignments and be like, oh, 2,000, that's actually, that's quite a, a lot to write. Mm-hmm. And then meanwhile, like, each one of my chapters is, like, 6,000 oh. words.
0: <laughs> Jesus. How is, uh, how's progress coming along with that one?
1: Um, it's gone good. I, I finished chapter seven just the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a bit longer than other ones It's 7,500 words, mm-hmm. which is why it took a bit longer. Um, and I also went back, uh, edited my first chapter a lot cause, um, my writing style in that was, um, a lot different mm-hmm. to how it is at this point because i hadn't really written anything like this before um but like i was having this problem like going back through chapter one i was like i found this thing that i was doing i was Mm -hmm. like over detailing everything over explaining everything like uh i basic because the house that um is in the book is based on a house that i lived in Mm -hmm. um so like i see it perfectly in my mind and so i was trying to explain every fucking corner every detail every piece of furniture i'm like bro i gotta get rid of this This is this is no one's going to be able to picture it how i am Mm -hmm. and this is just like unnecessary detail that no one's gonna remember right um and so i've also been watching uh, following this guy on tiktok he's like um like a writer and Mm -hmm. he gives like writing tips And basically, you only want to tell people stuff that's important to um, their character. So, like, instead of, you know, say you're describing a character, Mm -hmm. instead of describing, like, mundane things, like, oh, they have brown hair, they have pants, (laughs) um, you kind of pick, like, two or three uh, important character-related things. So, Mm -hmm. you'd say, oh, she has um uh, worn out skate shoes. Yeah yeah. Because yeah. that like implies that you know she's uh, a skater, she doesn't is not concerned with like the quality of her shoes and yeah. shit. Yeah. So just like yeah I went back and and that applies to like houses and locations as well. Mm-hmm. So like instead of describing oh they have a bed that looks like this um I described Oh, you have. Uh, uh, I think the house has like a lot of plants mm-hmm. around it because the character's mom really likes plants or something. I don't really exactly yeah, yeah. remember. But like, yeah, just along those lines. So, yeah, I went back and, and did that. I probably have to do it for the other ones, but just not as much. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, just like going back and adding some stuff in to make sure it all makes sense. But yeah. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah I, I, I get what you mean. Like, I was. I'm I'm reading some beautiful trash right now. We have we have this right here, <laughs> Artifuleta second volume. Um and it, it's sort of I definitely can't show the pictures at the start. Um I it sort of reminds you like how they introduce uh like some of the characters and how they introduce like some of the areas. Uh let's see if we can find a bit that actually makes sense. Uh right, there's this two-headed T-Rex thing. Uh, wait, here we go. Where are they introducing Shia? Uh, am I going to be able to find the part that I think actually fits what I'm trying to say? Uh... I don't think I'm going to be able to find the thing that I'm trying to reference.
1: Rest in peace. Rest in peace.
0: Um... Wait. I... No, I'm not finding it. Shit. <laughs> Ignore my entire point I was trying to make. But, like, I, I definitely understand the point you're-, you're trying to get at with, like, describing things like that. Um... Ah, here we go. So, this bit they were, like, trying to escape from a labyrinth, going down a, um... Going down a, uh, a secret path. Uh... So Hajime and Yue nodded to each other and stepped forward into the passage. Uh, into the passage, They didn't find any forks in the road, so they just kept going. There were a, fo- uh, a few more sealed doors and traps along the way, but Orcs' ring opened or disabled them all automatically. Both of them were on their... Uh, both of them were on their guard, but that proved unnecessary as they continued with that instant until finally they spotted a faint light in the distance. So instead of you know explaining every fucking turn in the in the path, explaining the the cracks in the wall that don't really matter, you sort of just get to the the details that sort of drags the story along.
1: Yeah. Uh, something else as well is like. You can use extreme detail as mm. like a, a storytelling device. So like, if you want, like, this is something I've done. If you want, um, it to be like really slow, and like, um, yeah, just like, yeah, I was gonna say something else, but I just mm-hmm. completely forgot. It. But yeah, if you want it to be really slow, you can be like, say the characters waiting for something. You can like then you can, like, go ahead and describe everything that they're seeing because mm. it, like, blows down the pace of the book and you, like, actually kind of feel like you're just like, oh, fuck, I'm waiting for this person to show up.
0: As they're waiting at the bus stop, they see the countless cars go by. They see this car and that car and at some point a bicycle <laughs> comes. You know, the, expl- the fucking, just explain the fucking traffic as they're waiting for the bus. Yeah, that, that that's sort of what you're trying to get at, isn't it?
1: Yeah, just just like, doing it in a better way just... that is actually well written. <laughs> this car and that car.
0: <laughs> <clears throat> they see a they see a a a young mother almost trip over and knock the stroller she's carrying. Things like that.
1: Rest in peace.
0: Rest in peace, baby. <laughs> baby flies onto road.
1: <clears throat> uh, something else though that I've really liked is um like each each chapter feels very unique and Mm -hmm. I think that's just because like of the way I've told the story so Mm -hmm. like the first chapter takes place over a day Mm -hmm. but like chapter two and three um they like go over a couple months Mm -hmm. and then like the way number five is told is like it jumps between the present and the past of that same day um to like i I like um because i think i said this last time but because i read harry potter just before i started doing this like there's a lot of mystery in that Mm -hmm. and i really enjoyed you know being teased uh like different little things until it finally all clicks together so Mm -hmm. just like yeah using different um narrative structures to to achieve that like achieve mystery and and tease stuff Mm. through that has been really fun
0: if anyone who hasn't um seen the previous ones just give a quick rundown of uh what the book is about
1: uh it's essentially about uh this girl called it it, it's basically a biography of me but um fictionalized Mm -hmm. um so it's about a girl called erica and she finds this uh this book uh when you write stuff in it it disappears like it um Mm -hmm. basically absorbs the ink or whatever Mm -hmm. and it just remains blank but after she has uh like this experience for the first time it shows up as if she's written it in there Mm -hmm. um and then yeah just kind of trying to figure out you know what's going on there Mm -hmm. um but yeah i think the the books about like I mean, it's, it's about fucking doing drugs and shit, but, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so it's about that, but it's also about, um, like, uh, friendships and stuff. Cause that's like something that I really struggled with for like a long time and just kind of, um, hinting, is it the other people's fault or is it the main character's fault mm-hmm. or is it a bit of both? Um, and, and just like, yeah. I think to to summarize, mm. drugs, friends, and like drug conversations. Sure, okay.
0: <laughs> I don't think you've mentioned that it's a fictionalized biography on the show before. Okay, well, that's what it is. Okay. Like,
1: like it it takes. Um. Uh, I have I I don't know if I said but when I um yeah. I, I don't do drugs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but if I were to, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, I keep notes every time I do it. So like, mm. if I am just thinking something, I'll write it down. and I usually do like a bit of a recount afterwards. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, like I have a whole collection of that. So basically, allegedly. yeah, allegedly, <laughs> um, yeah. So I have like this whole collection of stories. And so I've taken all the really, all my favorite ones and all the ones that like were impactful and kind of taught me stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I've put them into the, into the book, uh, and used this magical book that the main character finds Mm -hmm. as like a fictionalization. And obviously everyone's like got different names and they're changed appearances and stuff. And there's, like, certain details that have been, like, completely changed, mm-hmm. like, um, compared to my life. But, yeah. That's uh, the that, lowdown. That's the lowdown. Low so, yeah, yeah.
0: How I, long I'm do you reckon...
1: Of... Uh, sorry? Oh, I was just going to say, I'm a third of way done now, so...
0: How long um, do you think it'll take you to actually get done if you don't, you know break down and get to halfway through the book and realize the entire thing's horrible and restart.
1: Um, I hope that doesn't happen.
0: (laughs) Get to like 90% done, rewrite the entire thing.
1: I'm like legitimately happy with all of it so far, Mm -hmm. which is like... Except the first chapter, which you rewrote. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't rewrite it. I just edited it a lot. Fair enough. Um, but uh what was I gonna say yeah I'm really happy with it which normally doesn't happen with a lot of my stuff that I make mm-hmm. so I think that's a good sign that I are um that I'm not gonna just <laughs> break down and be like no it's disgusting I need to rewrite all of it mm-hmm. um but I've kind of set the set myself the goal of getting it done by the end of the year mm-hmm. like the reason why it's taken me like this long so far. I think I think I've I think it's taken me about half a year to write this much. And I think it's only going to speed up from there because mm-hmm. I spent a lot of time planning out what I want to do and a lot yeah. of time finding my writing style. Um, but I have a pretty good good idea where it's going from here. I'm, so yeah, if I if I could have like a, a first proper draft done by then, the you'd be happy.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I hope that goes well. Um, I for one haven't really done much creative writing, at all. It's just, I don't know. It's just something that's never really appealed to me. But I can see why it appeals to you. Like judging by like the sort of content you've made on your channel, like you you seem to have an interest in trying to tell some sort of story. You know, as well as fucking hijacking my channel and telling a story there as well. <laughs> mm. I haven't really
1: told a story. <laughs> just You're trying real... to connect it into your own story. <laughs> Little easter egg. Mm. I was thinking about, like, I remember when I first came on, I was like, oh, should I continue my character of the one that's on the channel? But I was like, oh, no, don't be fucked. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you actually were considering that.
1: I was considering it, but like it'd just be too much effort to try and work it into everything mm-hmm. else that I already have going with that. Right. I still am planning to make more videos. Like mm-hmm. I still have like a pretty good plan of the next couple. I just have I don't know, I've had a lot of stuff going on. Um, mm-hmm. but I just uh I also have I haven't been really feeling it recently. That's something um <laughs> i thought was funny is like in in my book is um a lot of the times it's, it, it talks about uh, uh, the main character trying to force stuff out of the magical book like mm-hmm. she's like oh i'm gonna have i'm gonna go um get high a bunch of times to try and like get the book to write shit down for me but mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't work for her because she's trying to force it. Right. I found it funny because I'd have that exact same thing happen when I was trying to write it. If I wasn't in the right mood, like Mm -hmm. trying to write while I wasn't meant to just, it was just a slog. I'd get like two sentences done. I'm like, nah, fuck this. Mm -hmm. And I think it's the same with, uh, making videos as well. It's like, there's been times where I've made videos when I really haven't wanted to, and I think they're my worst videos. Mm-hmm. So I've kind of just left it uh, the kind of approach I'm taking now is like I'll make videos when I have the, the call to it, I guess. Mm-hmm. I think that will that, that's resulted in stuff that's a lot better. Hmm.
0: I, I can certainly respect that approach, but I sort of look at in the sort of exact opposite way. Um, got this tweet here from uh, Ben O'Wart and he sort of sums up where I I stand on it, like pretty pretty succinctly. Um, let me see. Yeah, there we go. Uh, other uh, is it showing on the screen? Yes, it is. Uh, other than waiting, this is what I do when I get writer's block and can't think of any good ideas. I do a lot of bad ideas. I apply this to code, content, startups. Making good content is a prerequisite to make out. Uh, so, making bad content is a prerequisite to making good content.
1: Yeah, I definitely, um, I definitely get that as well. Mm-hmm. That's like definitely another good approach. Like you just, um, that 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 is a tip I've heard for writing. Is like just mm-hmm. allow yourself to write pure shit and mm-hmm. then go back over it afterwards. I think I have done that a couple times. It's just. Um, I'll like, um, switch between the two of them, Mm. but I don't think I've really, I I haven't really done that for my channel though, because it's such a a tightly connected story. Mm. I I don't want to have, I want to try and not have a bad video in there, Mm -hmm. especially if it's going to be a really important one in the overarching story.
0: No, I, I can certainly get that. With that, That's why I, I, I get your approach. It's just not the way that I like to handle stuff myself. But uh, it is good to see that you are applying that at least to the writing. Because otherwise, yeah. you know, you might actually hit a point where even though you have plans it out, you're just not sure how to actually start your plan.
1: Yeah. Well, I remember um, I finished my first chapter and I was like, wait, what the fuck? I actually wrote like 6,000 words. Mm-hmm. Of a chapter, and yeah, tr- trying to start the second one was really intimidating. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I kind of like let myself do a bit of a janky job and then fixed it afterwards. And yeah, going forward from that was mm-hmm. fine. I'm sure like there's there has to be like some
0: some like level of intimidation you have where now you see like there's what twenty one thousand words something like that. I should know. Sorry, more than like twenty eight thousand if you got seven chapters. Like, going back and, like, having to read and edit that, like, must, as time goes on, as more and more gets added to it, must get more and more overwhelming.
1: Yeah, of course, and, like, making sure everything makes sense and, like, linking stuff from, um, well, like, making sure that stuff that's alluded to in the first couple chapters is, like, starting to pay off, mm-hmm. like making sure all of that makes sense and yet having to go back and read through a bunch of stuff it does get a bit intimidating mm-hmm. um yeah
0: how so I'm, I'm sure you probably don't have it formatted in like the sort of book style yet but if it if it was um how many pages would it end up actually being as it currently stands Do you reckon if,
1: well i think each chapter is about 12 a4 pages right and so I've been told, oh, I saw a thing, um, that basically you kind of just rotate it and then you split it into two columns, like landscape wise. Mm-hmm. So you'd end up having about double the amount, um, that doesn't account for like the kind of more special formatting for like, if you have notes or stuff mm-hmm. written in there, but yeah, I've kind of just gone from, for, for like a double, so probably like just a estimate of like 25 the 20 to 25 pages each chapter. So, mm-hmm. like, um, yeah, it'd be close to 200 pages now.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, uh, yeah, it might. I, I think I'm onto something with it being a little overwhelming to go back and edit.
1: <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Was right, so if, That's m- maybe more like 170 ish. Mm-hmm.
0: Jeez. I'm happy to see that it's coming along because you've been working on this for quite a while. You hadn't started it when we did the first episode, had you?
1: Of the podcast? Yeah, yeah. No, I started this probably around uh, December.
0: Okay. So... I don't know what episode we would have been on. Um... Well, this is episode 70, so... yes, So probably around, like, 40 or so, I reckon. Yeah, that
1: sounds about right.
0: You've made a lot of progress, then.
1: Oh uh, yeah, like I, I'm pretty sure I am making good progress because I know books. Like, like if you're not an established writer that can just mm. like smash stuff out, I'm pretty sure writing a book properly takes like anywhere from a year to to two years. Mm-hmm. So I think I am on pretty good track mm-hmm. with where I'm at.
0: So you said it was going to be you say 10 chapters? 11
1: chapters? 20. <laughs>
0: 21. <laughs> 21? Oh, okay, I was completely wrong. That's going to be a little long. Um, yeah. Well, that would... Okay, so... That would be somewhere in the range of, like, what? F- close to 500 pages at that point, wouldn't it? Um,
1: Wait, my, my math is completely off. What is 21 times 5? <laughs> uh... <laughs> No, not, not, uh, wait, no, 21, not 21, I'm fucking broken. Uh, let me just get the old calculator yeah. <laughs> up.
0: <laughs> Maths. Uh, fuck, 20,
1: 20 times 21, so oh. about 4, 420 pages. Okay. So, yeah, 400 to 500 pages, I'm guessing. Like, the next chapter I'm doing is going to be a bit shorter, mm-hmm. just...
0: Are you um... going to make it end on 420 pages? <clears throat> I don't know how,
1: like, that'd be so annoying to do because you also have to consider, like, the shit the publisher would want to put at the front and the backs of the book.
0: (laughs) That would just be be good for the meme,
1: though. It would be a good meme.
0: Have you looked more into, like, how you would possibly get something like that published?
1: Not yet. I kind of wanted to just have a draft of it first before I looked into it or approached anywhere with it. Mm -hmm. Um, just to be like, Hey, I've actually done it. You can, you can trust me. I'm not going to like write two chapters and then give up. Mm Um, but I know that you can self publish through like Amazon and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hail Jeffrey. Um, so if, if, getting it actually published didn't work out. I think that's what I would end up doing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But Yeah, I know there's a lot of authors do go through that pr- approach because either they aren't an established author or for whatever reason, uh, no author really wants to touch them. They're like, maybe like some sort of sensitive political figure or something like that. And that just seems like an approach that just sort of works. I don't know what the, the cost would be like on that or anything like that, how much how much you would need to sell for it to actually, for them to even let you do it. Cause I'm sure you couldn't just like sell one copy and have it done like that. Um,
1: yeah. Well, but- no, I'm not sure, but I, I, my, my ultimate goal is to like be able to like go into Dimmicks or something and see my book there. Like mm-hmm. that'd be fucking so sick. That um, yeah, that's my, my goal. And I, like this is something I, I I'm doing as more of a, a hobby mm-hmm. passion project thing so like I, I know publishers leech like a lot of money from you but for this specific for this specific book I really do not give a shit about mm-hmm. money like if I want to keep writing afterwards I think then I'd care but mm-hmm. like yeah this is a story that I've wanted to get out for like the longest time like because <clears throat> I've been writing those notes down of my experiences since like the end of high school so Mm -hmm. like easily five years of just stuff that and and like throughout that time i've I've thought about different ways i wanted to tell it i was like initially i wanted to do uh like a a comic or like a graphic novel of it Mm. Uh, and i had like i was playing i I think i did a couple pages of like sketches and stuff and i was like oh i don't think i can do this this is gonna (laughs) take so long
0: so you like if obviously you could tell a lot of like the world building stuff through imagery but even so let's say it was 200 pages
1: yeah that's <laughs> far too long like and like the I the thing is if I did do it as a drawing I'd want it to be in my style as wow. well so wait I I don't know how much of my art you have seen.
0: Ah, you've sent me stuff that you've done for people. I don't know if you've got something specific in mind.
1: Um, I'll get my deviant art up and just Mm. send it to you.
0: I don't think you've sent me your deviant art before.
1: Um. Super Cosman.
0: Yay. Uh. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the link
1: yeah it's all good how do I go on my
0: profile
2: I
1: don't know
2: if I'm
0: going to DMCO for that one She'll be
1: fine No, oh there we go oh god
0: you sent demon
1: beautiful thanks there you go
0: that was very helpful. Oh no, uh, don't do that one.
1: Go into the gallery tab, I think, and then just scroll down.
0: Uh, let me just put it on the correct window. There we go. Uh oh. Uh, whoop! That one. Go into gallery. Okay. Ah uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you've sent me a lot of these. Um,
1: yeah. But so there's like- definitely
0: a lot that weren't here.
1: Um, excluding, like, uh, the, the, the Bolin one, mm-hmm. um, I'd probably want to, and the more you scroll down, the, the more, like, detailed, um, portraits there are, mm-hmm. I, I'd probably want to do that kind of style f- for the, if I were to do, like, a, a graphic novel thing, mm-hmm. Just because, like, that's just like, how I enjoy drawing, and I'd want the style to be like unique and stuff, but mm. oh my god, that would just take far too long.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can see some of them in here, like the uh, the, the Walter White one. I can't imagine how long that took to draw because there's a lot of yeah, very small detail in there.
1: That that one and the um, the Adam Savage and Michael C. Oh, uh, yeah. That took so fucking long. Like, if you click on it and zoom in, you can see how much detail I actually put into that.
0: Oh, Jesus. I can see... Oh, Jesus. It's not just the wrinkles. They're like... Wow. Okay.
1: Um, if you look at Adam's hair, like, mm. there's a lot of shit in there.
0: Jesus. Yeah, this... also some nice, um... Some nice color work under his eyes as well. Yeah, yeah. Um. I I can see why this would take a while.
1: Yeah. So I'd I'd probably want it to maybe not be that detailed, but mm-hmm. like if you go back to all of them, there's uh, a self portrait of me in black and white. I think it should be. I don't. I don't know. Uh, uh, it it's next to the spiral thing.
0: Not next to the spiral if you full screen. Yeah.
1: Uh the Is this called self-portrait four?
0: Oh, okay, yep, self-portrait four. Okay, easy.
1: So it would probably end up being like that. Mm-hmm. Um I don't yeah. So like that much detail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, yeah, I think would just be a little bit too much. Mm. that that is definitely if i were to do that that that's definitely something i would get burnt out on like i haven't been burnt out by writing the book but i just yeah i know having to draw that much would just kill me
0: (laughs) yeah i can see why um i just realized you like your camera's been like half off the screen the entire time now it's more centered
1: rest in peace
0: she'll be right uh Oh, it's much better. Now you're actually on the screen properly. I was going to add, like... you have kind of like, half under the screen as well. Oh, thank you. So you looked even shorter than you do right now. Um, yeah, that would take a long-ass time. Like, I'm sure... I'm sure you... If you really put the effort in, you could automate parts of your art style, but I'm sure you'd want to... Make sure it's exactly the way it's exactly the way you want it to be.
1: Yeah, I mean, if I um, this is like something I think uh I I learned from someone I used to follow Mm -hmm. is if you have like if you're drawing a comic Mm -hmm. and you um you have a area that is in it a lot, so like the main house. You can three D model the house and then, like, yeah, um, like just trace over it.
0: Yeah, I know there's a lot of artists that do that. Not sometimes it's not even for like a full three D environment. Sometimes it's more like um, giving them a reference of where things should be. Like they'll use just placeholder objects. Yeah, I can see how that would certainly be helpful. I'm sure someone um, would complain, like, that's not a pure way to draw it, but at the end of the day, you if you're doing something like that, you would need to just get it done, and I I can't see any other way you would really get that done.
1: No, like, it just take too long. And, like, there are people that have, like, <clears throat> projects like that and they mm-hmm. stick to it and they get them done, which is, like, really impressive, but I just know that's not really in my... Capability at the moment Hmm. <coughs> mm.
0: Yeah, that, that seems like The book seems like a much better approach Yeah So if you were to do a A second project after this What would you do? Or do you just have no idea at this stage?
1: Like a writing Yeah, yeah, project. second
0: writing project Second um, book, if you will
1: I don't think I'd do <coughs> Sorry I don't think I'd do something as long as this. Mm -hmm. I'd definitely do something more in the realms of like 200 pages or I would do like three smaller stories, Mm -hmm. um, like all put together. I think that's where I'd end up going. And I have a couple of ideas of like settings and, and topics that I'd like to explore, but I'm sure that would come with its own challenges because, uh, you know, something when, Easy about something, uh, a benefit of the book I'm doing at the moment is mm-hmm. I can draw so much from real life. Yeah, yeah. But I know if I um, did something else, I'd have to make up a lot more. Um, I'd probably still take experiences and stuff mm-hmm. from my life and like apply them to a completely different setting and whatever. But yeah, I'm sure it would be a lot harder because yeah, I can draw on direct experiences.
2: Mm.
0: I I yeah I I don't really know what to say about that. I I don't have any the, okay. The extent of my creative writing is like hey write a a, a hundred word story in primary school.
1: <laughs> yeah. I remember even in high school in, like, year 10, I think that was the last time I did English, Mm. like, I remember writing, like, 500 words being, like, so hard and such a chore.
0: (laughs) I think it's the same thing with anything in school, really, where you don't really care about it.
1: Yeah, true.
0: Like, as I said earlier, I'm I'm learning Japanese right now. If I was doing that in school, because I did... Uh, learn German for like a year in primary school. I hated it. It was mind-numbingly boring. Yeah. But being in control of what you wanna, what you wanna learn, and where you wanna focus, I think, I think if you do that in a way that you put, put your focus on something you have passion in, I think you can really get yourself to actually spend the time on it.
1: Yeah that uh, definitely um yeah well prime example like I, like it, it doesn't it didn't even like occur to me how mm-hmm. much, like i was basing my chapter lengths off of harry potter chapter lengths because yeah, i was yeah. like I, I really like that mm-hmm. c- compared to like other books i've read like they can go on for way too long um I really liked, you know, 20-ish pages is just about enough to, like... If you were to start reading when you went to bed, mm-hmm. you'd get sleepy by the last couple pages, and you're like, okay, you know, I've read a whole chapter. that's was mm-hmm. nice. Um, and so, yeah. So, I based it off of that, and, yeah, by the time I made it to 6,000 words, I was like, wait, what the fuck? That was easy as.
0: <laughs> yeah, 6... I remember when I, like... I... I mean, the first time I had to do like a thousand word essay, that was Mm -hmm. so insane. Then like, once you, I I think, I think having to write like 3000 word things in uni sort of does, it gives you a better understanding of like what you're, like the fact that you can just write more. It's just a matter of whether what you're writing about actually has that much to be said about it.
1: Yeah, I think that was a problem, though, with some of the assignments, was, like, it'd be, like, write 2,000 words, but mm-hmm. you can't really say it in about 1,000. Mm.
0: Yeah, I, de- I definitely remember a lot of that. A lot of it was sort of, like, just sort of uh, ramble for the sake of expanding it out, but ramble in a way that they like. So yeah. It, Which ex- is,
1: is, is it's it, really dumb.
0: Yeah, basically, explain the crinkles in the curtain, but explain <clears throat> it in a researchy way.
1: <laughs> the uh, geometric protrusion of this curtain. <laughs> no, but, like, I don't know why it, stuff isn't more so marked on actual, the, the quality of mm. what you've written instead of meeting an arbitrary word limit. Yeah. I know, I'm pretty sure some... Lectures were like, this is just a guide of how many words you don't actually need to write this much. But the other ones be like, if I don't see exactly two thousand words, one word more, one word less, I am going to come to your house and kill your mother. There actually were lectures who were like, yeah, it has
0: to be like ten percent within ten percent of two thousand. Just like, no, stop. I understand having a max word limit. That does make sense to me because. They've got so many assignments to mark like that that makes sense um, yeah but sure, if you can say everything in five hundred words like if it's as good or better than what would be at two thousand, I don't think that should be that should be looked down on
1: yeah exactly mm. <laughs> uh, just just worries of the education system,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can play at the education system all day, I feel like um but what just I've got some so one of the topics on here is our finding meaning finding meaning in your life mm-hmm. um I feel like there's there's a lot of people out there who don't really who don't really give themselves anything to work towards so when you have people who feel like they are sort of just spinning in the mud not really getting anywhere I feel like it, that's a very much due to the fact there's a lot of people who just don't give themselves something to work towards. So I can't imagine like working a full-time job for someone else's company being really that fulfilling. Sure. You might enjoy your job, but like you're not, you're not building something that is really yours.
1: Yeah. Well, that's why people have like midlife crises because they've been working the same job for like five to 10 years and Mm. they realize they're like, what the fuck am I doing? Mm. (laughs) Like they, haven't they they hadn't reflected on mm-hmm. their, their life before then and it gets to that point where they're just like wait a second, I'm forty, I've been doing the same shit for ten years. Mm-hmm. Fucking I hate my job, hate my life, hate my wife <laughs> And they're just like time to go and buy a sports car. Yeah.
2: There's a there's <laughs> definitely
0: a lot of old people around here who are in sports cars. Um but <laughs> I've noticed this a bit with my housemates as well, where they're they're both getting up there. That like my I think, I think the youngest is thirty five or something like that, and you can see like she's clearly not got anything really going for her in her life. She sort of just goes to work, comes home, has some jacks, goes to bed, goes to work, comes home, just repeat that cycle every some single Maccas. day. <laughs> But it's not like you have to have like some you know you don't have to be like building a business or something like that you could be just you have to be doing something just anything at all otherwise I don't think you're really going to i don't think you can really hold on, I don't know how long you can really just spend doing nothing in your life
1: no it's it really is awful like uh after uni I'm mm. like basically had a year before I realized what I wanted to do with myself and like you know taking some time for that has Mm -hmm. been helpful because I I finally do actually know what I want like I don't want to work a nine-to-five job I don't want to work for someone else Mm -hmm. I don't want a job like that I want to be creative I want to do my own thing be in charge of what I'm doing Um, but also like a lot of that time that I spent was literally just doing nothing, mm-hmm. being fucking depressed. Um and like, yeah, if you're not doing something of of substance, it doesn't have to be having a job. It doesn't have to like it, it can literally be like, oh, you know, I I'm working on myself. I'm going like I'm I'm implementing this exercise routine I, I or that, something.
0: I think that is why there's a lot of people out there who get really addicted to going to the gym. Because it's a very It's a simple thing you can dedicate yourself to.
1: Yeah, exactly. And so... But, like, yeah, when you aren't doing anything, you just... It it worsens itself. Mm -hmm. Like, you would think, oh, I'm just... And this isn't the same as taking, like, a week off to yourself Mm. after you've been working for a while. Like, after I finished junior, I was like, yeah, I deserve a a bit of a break. Mm -hmm. That wasn't included in this time I'm talking about. It's more so just, like weeks after weeks after weeks of not doing anything Mm -hmm. just stagnating and yeah you end up spiraling down this hole that you need to like eventually climb yourself out of which Mm -hmm. is yeah yeah and but like having a routine having something that you're working towards Mm -hmm. is what stops that from happening
0: it is difficult for some people to think in sort of like a a long-term goal like that um I you can definitely see You can definitely see when someone has issues with that. Cause they're the sort of person who probably will go home and just not really do something that doesn't really push them towards anything. They'll just go for like the, the sort of simplest satisfaction they can get. Whereas then, uh like my sister, for example, uh, she was like this for a while, but she realized uh 'cause because after she um she dropped out of high school, she just worked for like a year or so and did nothing but that and realized she actually should go back and finish adult schooling. Now she's going to uni and doing a, um, a biology degree.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And like, she's now thinking more of that, like long-term, like, okay, I have this goal in the future that I want to get to. I want, I think she wants to, um, she wants to be a lab assistant.
1: Yeah. And uh, uh, i like, Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry.
0: I go on what you're saying.
1: Uh, I was just going to say, I like that kind of goal-making. Mm. I've, I I hate hearing, like, oh, what's your five-year plan? What's your 10-year plan? <laughs> like, that is so stupid. Someone
0: like, asked me if I'm going to be doing YouTube in five years. Like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> don't ask me that question.
1: I, I think the better way to think of it is having a realistic... Like, uh, I've, I've heard people say this as well. You have, like, a bit of a a short time goal that you want to get done Mm -hmm. by the end of the month and then you have a one-year goal um yeah and then you have a one-year goal uh like that's proportional to that kind of size like Mm -hmm. you don't actually have to get it done by the end of the year you just have to work towards that kind of goal that's that Mm -hmm. big um I think that's a lot Healthier than mm-hmm. being like in five years, I'm gonna end. I'm gonna own a business. I'm gonna own ten cars. Fucking, uh, there's a tangent. <laughs>
0: well, the, the problem, no, it's it's sort of where we're going. Um, the problem with the the short, just the short term goals. I think this is where a lot of people stop. Is once they hit the short term goal, this, as you mentioned, sort of happened with the um the chapter you're writing. That when you wrote the first chapter, now the first chapter's done, but. There's still this massive goal in front of you to sort of to sort of get to. Like it's the same thing with like weight loss. If you're trying to like lose, you know, trying to lose 20 kilos, for example, once you lose that first five, you've made progress, but it doesn't feel like you've made that much progress.
1: Yeah.
2: Hmm.
1: Yeah, that, that, that's something else as well, as like being mm. able to take that more long term goal and then breaking it into smaller ones. Um, yeah.
0: Aiden, for example, doesn't have much (laughs) of a goal. Uh, I like I like to bring up Aiden as a great example of what not to do.
1: Yeah. It's (laughs) bit rough. I don't okay. Should should have him on the podcast sometime.
0: (laughs) That would be fun. (laughs) I don't think there's anything wrong with dedicating like this is something that I feel like a lot of people there's a lot of people who do have a problem with this. Dedicating yourselves like to playing video games. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, I think the problem you get with dedicating yourself to video games is there's a lot of people who just play the games to sort of waste the time away. If you're, say, playing Apex, for example, and you've actually got yourself a goal there, you're like, I want to get to X rank this season. I think that that can actually be that same sort of meaning that can come from learning a language or can come from writing a book but I don't think you're gonna get that from just being like I'm just gonna play a match of league today and I hate like, I hate this game and I hate myself <laughs> like, yeah. I, I know people like that or like I'll just play some FIFA and roll some or get some cards and that's all I'm gonna do don't really have a sort of an end goal in mind it's just like make it happen basically
1: yeah and like you know, yeah going off of that you don't need to have you don't need to have a goal that is a traditional goal mm. like you don't you don't have to be like oh like you don't have to get a job that's something that's you should so, probably get a job i mean you probably should but like it's something that's so ingrained into us from like such a, a young age that but that doesn't have to be like your one year. That doesn't mm-hmm. have to be your long-term goal. It can literally be anything as long as you're treating it as that, as mm-hmm. more of, like, a, a hobbyish ish kind of thing instead of, like, an escape or time-wasting mm-hmm. thing. That's, like... That's the difference between what you were saying about the video games, like... The video it... games. <laughs> that that, that <laughs> is video, video games. games. <laughs> um, Yeah, but that's the difference is, like, playing, like, a match of League just to fucking escape for like an hour is much mm-hmm. different from like oh i want to get yeah to x rank and got to Apex
0: <laughs> or i don't know whatever games whatever games people are playing escape from tarkov i don't know
1: what the cool kids are playing
0: i know there's like a new um there's a new season of uh cod starting soon i don't fucking know because the cod I, is now um... like a battle royale as well or something
1: Yeah, I haven't paid attention to games for a while. I've been playing a game called SMKRX. It's um, look it up on Steam. Okay. Uh, it's like snake, but it's like um, have you ever played? Oh fuck, what was that game called? Geometry Wars.
0: Uh, no, but I've seen gameplay of it.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like snake mixed with Geometry Wars,
0: aha, uh-huh.
1: mixed with stuff from um, Auto Chess.
0: Huh. This looks Bas- really cool.
1: Yeah, basically you build your snake with these different units, uh-huh. and they they all have different abilities, and they all synergize with each other. So you're trying to like make a good team. Mm-hmm out of your snake and then yeah you drive it around and um and uh, that's kind of like uh the similarity between geometry wars because like the stuff like spawns and you have to kill it with your Mm -hmm. dudes
0: this looks pretty cool actually
1: um it's only 450 i believe 450
0: australian so i don't know like uh a tour in the u.s probably a tour a tour a tour (laughs) probably like two at um, so, 250 in the US.
1: Yeah, I've been playing a lot of that and mm-hmm. it's um uh, really fun.
0: That does look kind of cool. Uh, I've made honestly, I mainly play indie stuff at this point. Uh there's a couple of like non-indie titles I've been playing like
2: yeah. yeah there
0: we go. Got a Kingdom Hearts right here playing that oh, yes. on stream. Um I've also been playing a lot of Dead Cells as well. Dead Cells <sighs> Dead Cells is really fun and fucking hard. Um, so every time... Basically, Dead Cells is a roguelike game. And every time you beat the final boss, you unlock a harder difficulty. Up to like the fifth difficulty, which is stupidly hard. I've beaten the final boss twice now. So basically what happens when you beat the final boss is there's more enemies and you get less heals. So before you beat the boss, you get full healed after every single area. Then after that you get full healed after every couple of areas. Now I'm down to you get one extra potion after each area, <laughs> which means it, it, the difficulty fucking gets gets higher. And then the bosses also have more health as well. And it's fun. It's very fun. Uh, it's very similar in that respect to something like Hades. Um, but God, that I I enjoy that. Um, I've been. So a couple of guys on my Discord have been trying to get me to play Celeste, which is a um, uh, a platform in the same vein as, like, Super Meat Boy.
1: Yeah, I've wanted to play Celeste for the longest time, I just have never bought it.
0: Mm. I'm considering playing it fairly soon, because it looks really cool. Yeah.
1: that's Yeah, I really like Dead Cells. I haven't played it for, like, a long time. Oh, yeah, like, you actually I have read... played Dead Cells. Okay. Yeah, I, I, wait, I'll I see how many hours I have. I think I have, like, 20 hours of it or something. But I played it when it was still in beta. Ah. So it is a lot different than what it is Mm -hmm. now. Yeah, I've played 25 hours of it.
0: (laughs) I think I've played 43 with, like, 13 the past week or something. (laughs)
1: 11 played recently. Mm. Honestly, it's,
0: it's really hard to find time to actually play games now.
1: What else oh my god! You've played 364 hours of Adventure Capitalist. I am disgusted. Wait, me? Yes. Oh.
0: Oh, you're looking at my Steam profile. Are you okay? Yeah. Um, yeah. Is that the game I played the most of? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. To be fair, I have probably left that game like on. Overnight, many I mean, time. yeah,
1: you you would have. It is
0: adventure capitalist, um, but it's not the game I've played the most of. That uh, would probably go to RuneScape. I wouldn't be surprised if that's in like the two or three thousand hour mark.
1: Um, I like. I want to know the stats for my Minecraft and also for Little Big Planet mm. because those would easily be my two most played games. Like,
0: I've never played Little Big Planet. It's
1: it, it it was really good. Like I don't think many people play it anymore, but mm-hmm. especially number 2 was very amazing. I uh, I that was like basically all I played mm-hmm. um when I got a PS3. Um yeah, that's all I played until um I got Minecraft mm-hmm. and then that became the new obsession. <laughs> so, yeah.
2: A little bit like
1: one
0: of the uh, launch titles for PS3, wasn't it?
1: I don't know if it was a launch title or not.
0: Anyway, just keep going with you, So I'm gonna check.
1: Uh, I was just gonna say, wait, my most played Steam game is Counter Strike. Mm-hmm. I played 942 hours of that, but I reckon, yeah, those two games would easily beat that.
0: Hmm. Maybe I was wrong. Okay. I I thought it was. So, PlayStation 3 launch titles. Blast Factor. Never heard of that one. Call of Duty 3. Um, This is such a shit lineup of games. No no wonder the PS3 didn't sell at the start. Madden NFL expensive. 07. Uh, Mobile Suit Gundam Crossfire. That's actually a decent enough game. Uh, NBA 07 and also NBA 2K7. Are those different games?
1: I have no idea.
0: Oh, Need for Speed Carbon. But that also came out on literally everything else. Um, Resistance, uh, Resistance Fall of Man, Ridge Racer 7, Tony Hawk's Project 8, Tiger Woods PGA Tour 07, and Untold Legends Dark Kingdom. Wow, why did this console not sell well? It's a mystery. It's
1: like PS4 also didn't have, like... The best launch titles.
0: Uh, well, yeah, it didn't have many exclusives. So the only exclusive Well, it had Mac. That was one. Um,
1: that Killzone.
0: Uh, yeah, Killzone. We also had Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag, which was on everything. Battlefield 4 also on everything. Blacklight Retribution, which I don't think anyone ever played. <laughs> the worst Call of Duty game ever made, Call of Duty Ghosts.
1: Wow.
0: Uh, Contrast DC Universe Online, FIFA 14,
1: Flower, Flower. Flower's cool, but that was a PS3 game. Is that the
0: is that by the same devs as Journey? Am I thinking of another game? Yeah, okay. yeah, it is. Okay, cool. Um, Injustice: Gods Among Us Ultimate Edition. Here's a banger. Just Dance 2014.
1: Oh, let's go.
0: Uh, NAC, I mentioned Lego Marvel Superheroes. Madden NFL 25, NBA 2K14, Need for Speed Rivals, where the game started going into the shitter, Uh, Resogun, Sound Shapes, Super Motherload, Trine 2 Complete Story, Trine 2 was already out on PC years ago, and Warframe, already also out years ago on PC. Wow, what a great lineup. PS5 at least has some cool stuff, like the new Spider-Man game, for example.
1: I mean that's on the PS four as well though.
0: Right, but it, it it's gonna look better on PS five.
1: Yeah. I mean like Bloodborne like when did when did PS four come out? Two thousand fourteen. Uh two
0: thousand thirteen, November. Uh, it's close enough. Okay. Yeah.
1: Well Bloodborne came out in two thousand fifteen. Mm-hmm. I think that was the, the main seller for that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know it was for me like uh, yeah, Bloodborne was like the reason I got my PlayStation. What did I? Find- Very good reason. That game is amazing.
0: <laughs> what did I buy? I think yeah, that was part of the reason I bought it. Also, um, I don't remember why else. I've got a bunch of games on my shelf. I don't remember what I bought when I bought the console. Um, oh, Kingdom Hearts three. That had just come out when I wanted to buy the PS4. Fair
2: enough.
0: That's how long I waited to buy a PS4. <laughs> I, I don't know, I, I always tend to buy consoles towards the end of the generation like, or I, in in the case of the PS2, I didn't buy that one, that was a Christmas present, but that I got I think like two or so years before the, uh, the PS3 came out, and then PS3 yeah. I bought like two years before the PS4 came out, which is always kind of a good time to buy the console to be honest, because most of the good games are already out by that
1: point Yeah, exactly.
0: Like, sure, you're going to have a lot of new titles that are going to be exclusive on the next gen, but there's so many games, like, especially the PS2. There's so many games to play that, like, do you need to play the newest stuff? Not really.
2: Like, I don't play multiplayer stuff.
1: Yeah, if you don't play multiplayer stuff, you don't actually need to worry about it. Like, you can Mm. just experience those new games later on.
0: Like I've got a copy of uh, Neo on my shelf that I have not played. And I've got a copy of Neo uh, a Nier Automata that I still need to play. Um I at some point I'll get to them. They I know they're very good games.
1: I played the beta of Neo, but mm-hmm. it didn't really get into it that much. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I think it's just cuz I like Bloodborne so much. Yeah,
0: fair enough. I actually haven't finished Bloodborne. I've, I think I have only got like maybe a 2 hours into that game. I had, I was playing it like back when um we we're just getting into uh, into like final year or something so I was starting to get busy.
1: Mhm. No. I have played I was looking at my saves cuz mm-hmm. they have like how many hours you played on each. I think one of my saves has 200 plus hours and then like I have like a bunch of other ones that have like 40 to 60.
0: Jesus. That's too much. That's just too much.
1: Um Sekiro is also a good game mm. uh, made by From Software. I really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. It, was all, like, it was a lot different from from Bob Born Dark Souls, but I really enjoyed that and I definitely want to play that again.
0: That's another game that I need to get around to at some point. It looks like a lot of fun. Like everything I've seen about it just looks really cool.
1: Yeah, the combat is, like, incredibly satisfying Mm. to play. Just, like, yeah, just deflecting hits and shit. It's Mm. just, like, because you have to have your timing so good and just, like, the sound design when Mm -hmm. you, like, reflect on like It's just, oof. Yeah.
0: I can't even think of the last... Probably the last time I played any of, like, the Soulsborne games or, like, a... Yeah, anything in like the Soulsborne franchise. What really was what that last two hours I played of Bloodborne.
1: Yeah, I
0: still haven't finished Dark Souls three either.
1: I I like Dark Souls three, but the settings were a little bit boring. Mm-hmm. Um, From what I've seen, it doesn't capture the job same magic. Too. Yeah, I could not finish two. I just wasn't enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Yeah. Number 3 is good, but it just doesn't have the same magic as the first one. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's just something so magical about the first one just like the discovering this fucking weird place. Mhm.
0: I think 1 did the best job at having a connected world. Yeah. 2 did a horrible job at it. Like there's this one video, I don't know if I've shown you this video, but um when you go, you know how is that castle with like lava and stuff in it? Vaguely. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if you got far enough, but the the way the world was connected was really strange. So you start in like this forest area. It's raining, and you walk through this cave that's like maybe ten meters long, and then the sky completely changes. Every like all, all <sighs> of the the world just looks completely different. It's like really. Like are you really just using this as like a a loading screen basically? Like Dark Souls One, it like you could go from the the main hub area and get like go down to like Blight Town, and if you leave Blight Town, like you can make your way back up, and all the areas like sort of like naturally feed back into the main area.
2: Yeah.
0: Like um, you know the. I don't remember, the place with like the big armored pig. The first time you see
1: one, undead where there's the dragon Berg. on the bridge. Yeah, undead deadburg
0: Yeah, yeah. Like at the end of that, when you go through the church, you can like open up the elevator and go back down to the starting yeah,
1: it's area. Yeah, very cool.
0: Like it, it looks like you've traveled so far away, but in reality, you're just really around the corner.
1: No. I... I love that. speaking of loading screens though I did replay Jack and Daxter 1 mm-hmm. like a week or so ago it was good fun as always mm-hmm. but like I, yeah that, that game was really cool for hiding it's loading screens and having a, a world that's all connected mm-hmm. like you can go from the start of the game to the end whenever you want
0: yeah like the most of the hidden loading screens are hidden behind like a cutscene like when you go to um good Misty Islands.
1: Yeah, Misty islands. It's, like, not even a cut scene, though. It's just, like, the way the camera focuses. Mm. Like, you get in a boat, and the camera focuses on the boat, so it can allow the rest of it to, to render mm-hmm.
0: in. Yeah, I think most... Most of the Jack games... act no, I think all of them, actually. Well... With the exception one, of the, one the weird three. ones, ignoring Lost Frontier and Jack X, those just didn't exist. Um, Jack X is fun, but we'll ignore that one for now. Um, yeah, Jack Two and Jack Three, especially Jack Three, because you went between Haven City and the that desert place, Spargus.
1: Yeah, Spargus.
0: Yeah, like it would use the. Um, like the the ride in the the airship as like a loading screen for that, or when you say, um, actually, because that that desert was massive, um, yeah. there had to have been like hidden loading screens, or I guess hidden ways to load stuff. There's a lot of mountains there, so they could have definitely made use of those mountains to um, load stuff behind.
2: Yeah,
1: Yeah. No, I like that. It's something that I haven't seen in a long time. Like. Mm-hmm hidden loading screens. I think it just adds a lot for not... Like, like it's not really that big of a thing um, in terms of, like, the playing experience, mm. but it just makes it feel better.
0: I'd argue against that on the PS3 with, like, Skyrim, for example, with its five-minute loading screen in some cases.
1: Oh, no. No, I'm like, I'm, I'm saying I... I would prefer there to not be loading screens. Mm.
0: <laughs> it's, le- well, it's less of an issue now because um, the next-gen consoles, I guess they're current-gen now, whatever. The PS5 and Series X, they have uh, m SATA drives, so they load basically instantly. Yeah. But because games are getting bigger and bigger, it's still an issue in a lot of cases.
1: I mean, it's still, it is still it is still a thing, though, because, like, mm-hmm. take something for Last of Us, Oh, or two, mm. or Uncharted 4, I know they like very seamlessly blend the cutscene back into the gameplay, mm. which is really cool. So they don't have that kind of loading screen unless you're going in between like the big chapters. Mm.
0: we now, ne- you actually can sort of do that now, now that sort of like the in engine stuff actually looks like what the actual gameplay does as well. Yeah, you look at like you know the. I don't know, I've been playing Kingdom Hearts for example Kingdom Hearts 1 <laughs> It looks a little It looks a little shit A L- little bit dated Granted it is 19 years old
1: Quite a long time
0: Yeah a little bit um, But Final Fantasy is like even worse for it Like the early fi- like,
1: yeah, I have you've seen Anything past like <laughs> yeah. 7
0: 7 especially, because, you know, PS1 graphics
2: mm.
1: Well, I don't know about you but I reckon I'm happy to, to end it. Yeah,
0: all well, good man Um, I was thinking of maybe ending at some point anyway Um, Cool Do you have a channel that you think people should go check out?
1: A channel? Mm, I've got one yes. if you don't, I I can do mine uh, first Oh uh, yeah, you go first
0: I'm gonna say, uh, go check out uh, Doctor K's channel. Go check out Healthy Gamer GG. He is a a a psychiatrist who sort of focuses on a lot of who he he uh, he does his stuff on Twitch. So he talks to a lot of Twitch streamers and sort of goes to a lot of people's um, sort of like the the issues they're having. uh, Talks about a lot of the problems a lot of uh, gamers sort of have in in like with when it comes to mental issues yeah um and yeah he's a, got a really really good channel i highly recommend it uh yeah very much check it out he also has a charity where uh yeah he he uses the charity to help people which is cool so if you like his stuff and you like what he wants to do go support his charity as well uh as for you do you have a uh one for yourself
1: uh, I guess sticking with um, alleged drug use mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, there's this channel that I've watched for the longest time I really enjoy him and I, it's probably like a good way to get introduced to like uh, drugs that won't uh, kill you. <laughs> uh, but wait. I'll send a specific video to you.
0: Mm-hmm, okay.
1: Let me copy, please. But um, the channel name is psyched Substance. That um, name rings you, a bell. Like a... Hello, guys. Yeah, Hello. I might have mentioned him no, before.
0: No, it's
1: a different channel. Okay. But I um, I enjoy his videos, and the video I sent is very cool. Mm. Um it's like a pretty accurate visual representation of what it's like to mm-hmm. um not that I would know of course <laughs> <laughs> to try said substance mm-hmm. that's in the uh the title. That sounds like a cool channel. But yeah, I I like it anyway. One second. Oh mm.
2: <laughs>
0: ah, okay. I, yeah, no, I I've seen a channel similar to this that, uh, but they're just not doing stuff anymore.
1: I don't um, I like never buy merch, mm. but this is like the only channel I've ever bought merch from. It's like a, it's a, a hooded blanket with pockets, and it has all different kinds of, um, psychedelic mushrooms on it. <laughs> oh, that's great! I love it. But it's so soft and so nice. <clears throat> But yeah, I recommend him if you are interested in exploring illegal (laughs) substances. Well, it might not
0: be illegal where you are. They're they're illegal here. You could be in a...
1: I honestly don't know if LSD is legal anywhere.
0: I think it might be in some weird places in Europe. Um, But... Anyway
1: I, I know mushrooms are becoming a, a um, medical thing slowly mm-hmm. which is cool
0: yeah for uh, PSD treatment PSD PTSD
1: uh, Yes yeah, PTSD and like other stuff um, but MDMA is, is primarily used for, for PTSD because mm-hmm. of how good it makes you feel mm-hmm. the, in used, used in, a, in a clinical setting like with a psychologist and stuff you can take that and think about your PTSD triggering things mm-hmm. and it kind of puts a new light onto them, which I think is really interesting. Mm-hmm.
0: Hmm. That's cool. I, I think I, I, it's been a while since I've heard about, I've since I've watched Joe Rogan's podcast, but I vaguely recall Joe Rogan talking about that because...
1: Yeah, he probably would have.
0: Joe Rogan. We you try DMT? <laughs> <laughs> we'll some
1: That's crazy, man. <laughs> I've watched- it's entirely I- possible.
0: I haven't watched Joe since the podcast <laughs> went on to Spotify. Uh, yeah, I don't. I
1: haven't really been listening to many podcasts. Like, mm-hmm. uh, one second. Uh. Like um, <laughs> I, I used your your solo episodes to fall asleep a couple times though. <laughs> <laughs> wow um, wow that's yeah. insulting but um yeah uh there's uh there is a podcast that i haven't listened to in a while mm. but i really enjoy called duncan trussell family hour
0: oh yeah no
1: i i do know about that one like um yeah he, he's he been on joe rogan yeah, uh, yeah a lot of times and his yeah his podcast is good mm-hmm. um And I don't know if I've talked about Midnight Gospel. Yes, you have. Okay, yeah. So, like, the show is based off of those podcasts. Mm -hmm. Very nice to listen to. Mm. If you're not in fucking Joe Rogan mood.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't listen to too many podcasts at this point. When I do, I usually listen to, like, uh, Sean Carroll's Mindscape, which is, like, a a science podcast. Okay. Um... Yeah, but I, I don't know. I usually, just listen to music when I'm out doing stuff now. Yeah, same. <laughs> uh, anyway, I think that's that's where we're gonna end it then. Yeah. Uh, where can people find you?
1: Find my YouTube channel called Coshan C O Z H A N, or anywhere else I am, just Super Cosman.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Cool. Um. If you're listening to the audio version of this, uh, the video version is available on YouTube and Odyssey. The audio version is available basically anywhere. I have got my main channel, Brody Robertson, where I do Linux videos. I have a gaming channel called Brody Robertson Plays where I live stream games twice a week. Also, I upload YouTube shorts, which I just clip out from the actual stream itself. Uh, yeah, that should be pretty much everything, I think. Um, anything else to say?
1: Um how our Lord Jeffrey Bezos. Jeffrey
0: Bezos I don't think anyone's ever called him Jeffrey Bezos.
1: Jeffrey Bezos.